0: Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. I'm your Dungeon Master Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, Surefoot. Emily Axford.
2: Moonshine Sabin. Sweetie with a side of sauce who loves mouthing off and putting the kibosh on Akarot. Oh, oh my.
0: <laughs> God. I said a plus, that plus, in the plus. shower. Today, a plus, plus, and then plus. I was like,
2: I'm bringing that. That's wow.
0: really good. <laughs> Follow that,
1: Caldwell Tanner. Oh, he can, he can. I'll it ain't a competition,
2: it's a duet.
1: Beverly Togold, the fifth. Big Bed Sleeper, Demon Head Keeper.
2: Ooh, That's solid. Yeah.
1: Regular A plus.
2: Still. It's not a, a, it. a competition. We gotta stop this great no, thing. No, <laughs> it's
0: a it's a, it's a competition and Jake is losing. <laughs> but I'm steady as hell. But he's so steady. <laughs> Even keel. Third place every time. This dude is made of bronze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, let's do a little recap. Well, so that's... last week, you guys faced Akarot's team in the final round of the Gladehome Wizard Tournament for possession of the Noah Fjall aka the Thinking Cap. After collecting yourselves in the secret basement below the Great Hall, you hatched a plan to ambush Akarat, which saw Ren cast a fly spell on you, allowing you to attack from the outside of the building. Moonshine and Hard One pulled the lesser Death Knights from the window and killed them in one shot to kick it off. However, Akarat was up to his own tricks, donning the armor of one of the fallen elven champions and setting up their corpses as his crude, hollow bodies. Beverly quickly dispatched the Necromancer while the rest of you went after the High Prince of hell himself, but just when it seemed Akarat was cornered, he was able to take Maverick down and threatened to kill him if he didn't give up the thinking cap. When he didn't hand it over, Akarat kept true to his promise and drove his blade through Maverice's chest. Beverly charged in to help, but was banished by Akarat to another plane, a lake of fire, where he could see the silhouette of his father in the distance. Beverly Sr. warned Bev that killing Akarat would not free him, but would promote him to take his place. Luckily, back on the material plane, Moonshine shot Akarat with a lightning bolt, that did a staggering amount of damage, breaking his concentration and allowing Beverly to return to finish him off. Beverly removed his head but kept him alive, his jaw falling off so he could no longer speak, then revivified Mavris. Moonshine took her seat on the Headmaster's throne, and you were all declared the winners. The doors to the university shot open, and you were joined by throngs of people, all celebrating. Moonshine looked out onto the crowd as the Crick Elves and the High Elves were, for once, in this thing together, also, you locked Ren in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Quixus. And that's where we are now. Yeah, you just hear um, downstairs over the cheers Quixus yelling at him to get out.
3: <laughs> get out. Oh, how do I get out? I don't know how. <laughs> I
0: don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> um, so, you guys are in this great hall. Everyone in the city uh, just saw your exploits through various magical projections. So, not only are they. Ecstatic that the Elven team won, that the university team won, but they're also just happy to be alive. Like, for a second there, it seemed like the whole city might plummet. Um, so they're just excited to be alive. Um, even the more kind of reserved high elves are just partying, completely blending in <laughs> with the Crick elves, um, yeah. shotgunning ale. Oh, how dirty is the scene? Oh. Uh, the scene is very dirty. Yo. It's
2: getting, it's getting pretty hyped. I tell you what, <laughs> these two tribes are going to make a beautiful picture together once uh, they yeah, mash they're... up all their beautiful colors. you
1: think there's going to be a couple more moonshine? <laughs> Conceived
2: tonight. I think there might be some moonshots made tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, you see Cooter in the corner talking to a high elven woman. He's got, <laughs> he's got his arm up on on the wall.
3: Oh, yeah, Moonshine. I
0: just you can float on a leaf, kinda any kind of leaf. You want like a, a log or something like that. Moonshine, give him guidance.
2: <laughs> I cast guidance on
0: cooter. Uh, cooter seems like it's it's going really well. She's really into cooter. Wow, you're so exotic. I've never met anyone like you before. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say that when they meet me for the first time, just
1: scratches his belly. Um I think they're going to go all the way. Yeah, I
2: think so. Marriage, <laughs> I mean. And then back, and yeah. then, you know.
1: Uh, you guys see it's um, be a round
2: trip a couple times, <laughs> I think. <laughs>
1: Um,
0: Maverice thanks you all for the help uh, but he was just recently killed so isn't feeling great so he just kind of sticks around for like two beers mm-hmm. just really polite Very puts un- the time
2: in you know he's struggling yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and he retires to uh, his new room
4: his new, his new dope room <laughs> upstairs in the king's quarters Lucanus is just I can't believe I let him have that that's insane truly I, before he leaves I check in with him to see if he wants me to come back to the after party but I guess he says no <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, uh, he walks out he does like
0: an Irish goodbye before <laughs> before you can get to him. He's already yeah. kind of walked off. Well, honestly, very cool in its own right. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are all kind of hanging out in this great hall uh, near the throne, probably a little shell-shocked and exhausted, but happy. Um, <laughs> you're kind of coming down from adrenaline right now. Uh, you see that the uh, sun has just gone down. It was around sunset when you guys finished. Um, you can see the glow of arcane lanterns, these spheres glowing purple, lighting up the night. Um, and you're here with Lucanus, Balnor, and um, Erdan. Uh, Carl as well. Carl came with Balnor. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is so solid. Balnor's just trash. He made sure I got here okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just, um, you know, he seemed kind of out of control, so I figured, you know. Car- Carl, we owe you a debt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then you guys see um, through a crowd of Crick Elves, Mama scrambles <gasps> in. Um, and runs up uh, and uh, hops into Moonshine's arms. I You've bend done knee. it, our daughter. I bend the knee. My champion, my other champion. <laughs> I'm straight, Beverly. Gotta be.
2: <laughs> I, it was not without the help of another little champion. Wee! And I came said, Papa, show her what you can do, and I do a quick fungal form on him.
0: <laughs> turns into a monster. I'm so proud of you, my little scramble man. Um, gives him little possum kisses. Oh. Uh, and papa goes, <laughs> ree, ree, and tries to crawl back on her back. Again, we don't do this, especially not when we're in fungal mode. My goodness. I'm, I'm very happy that you have this new big form, but you need to learn not to do that. I'm weeping
4: openly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Trying Lucanus, to scramble on her.
1: Lucanus, does uh, the Academy have a mascot?
2: <laughs>
3: That's a good,
1: you know, it's not something we've ever thought of.
0: Um,
2: yeah, I would think that maybe since, you know, since we won, for, for home that maybe we could have one or two favors in addition to the Mavericks favor.
0: Uh, we actually do have gifts for you. Oh.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah, no, oh, that's cool too, actually. Yeah, but maybe also a possum could be your, <laughs> the mascot go, of your go school. Go ahead and give
0: me, I mean, he's your father, so go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. You see, Lucanus goes, it might be um, an unpopular decision for me to put like a giant possum on the banners, but how about all banners for the university that come out going forward will have a secret possum, just a sort of little, small possum hidden in there. That's That's fun. The tour guides will have have a lot of fun with that. There you go. Yes, that'll be sort of a fun fact, that there's a little possum.
2: Okay, thanks, Pops. The other thing is, I thought maybe we could rename the Noah Thaw. The Noah <laughs> Thaw? Yeah, maybe something. It's a, a perfect little name, though. More approachable, though.
0: Like the Thinking Cap.
2: Sure, thinking cap or noodle and beret, whatever the you think. Noodle and beret.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Uh, you see, Mama Just... goes, it would be appropriate. It is also the relic of the Crick Elves by their right. Um, and it does translate directly to the noodle beret in Crick.
4: <laughs> you are so sage.
0: <laughs> Thank you, my champion. You fought well. <laughs>
4: Kinder words have never been bestowed upon me.
0: I was not scared for a moment, uh, except for briefly when the whole city started to shake and kind of lurch forward. And oh, sure.
3: yeah, must
0: have thought that was the big one coming. That was yeah. not great, but you've you've all done well. You saved us all. Um, and Lucanus uh, turns to you, Moonshine, and goes, um, "Moonshine, I I believe it might be time to return the thinking cap to its rightful spot on the wall." I would couldn't you,
2: agree more.
0: Would you do us the honor?
2: absolutely and then i um i say this one goes out to Maveris. I kiss it and then I f- toss it like a
3: frisbee. <laughs> Whoa! You
0: see, Lucanis like instantly wants to reprimand you, then just like calms down, catches himself, gets into the spirit of things, um, and you're able to I'll say like one last burst of telekinesis nice. to make it fly forward, um, and it sets back in the wall where it's supposed to be, and everybody lets out this big cheer.
4: That's a frisbee golf hole in one. <laughs>
0: Uh, and then Lucanus goes to you, uh, he goes, I'm, I'm sorry that you couldn't keep it. It, um, it looked great on you. You used it so well. I thank it was you like so you were... much.
2: Honestly, it is a power that I think, I think it should only belong on occasion to but one person. I do not think that anyone should, it should reside on anyone's head for too long.
0: I think a lot of wise people would agree with you. The Wisdom of the Crick Elves.
2: The Wisdom of the Crick! What have I been telling y'all? We are (laughs) wise folk!
1: That is correct. Mama, Mama chimes in.
2: <laughs> the wisest of all. Uh, I cheer
1: this and just watch Cooter neck in the corner.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cooter, Cooter uh, and his lady are full on uh, making out, super hard.
2: You just um, take it to the timeout, Zach Cooter.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and um, Lucanus continues, and he goes, um, "But yes, we we do have gifts for you all. Uh, you see, he." Um, Motions for an air elemental uh, who comes in bearing gifts. Uh, And he turns to Hard One and he goes, Hard One, for you, a suit of our finest elven plate built by dwarves, then enchanted by our wizards for maximum mobility and. Pizzazz. Pizzazz. He hands you a beautiful set of plate armor. It doesn't look nearly as bulky as a normal one, like ones that you've stolen off guards before and stuff. It's like the armor you saw the elven champions wearing shiny and sleek and beautiful. Rather than having like big, bulky parts that kind of slow you down, uh, this elven armor is made of like lots of tiny pieces that like form fit your body. Finally.
2: <laughs> uh, I hands it to you. Um,
0: uh, if you'd like to don it, you may.
2: Is it like but- almost like a bodysuit? Like, uh- um, like a wetsuit?
0: No, it's okay. it's it's just like um,
4: it's, just, the... it's like skinny armor. Yeah, oh. it's yeah. exactly. Skinny, it's, like it's European fitting versus, armor. I see. Yeah, I see. it's the so armor it's... from Top Man. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, you could still see you could see the bulge
0: of your muscles through like the um, uh, little like chain links between some of the bigger pieces.
4: Yeah. All right. This is I've never had pizzazz before, Lucanus. I might have to stretch it out just a
0: little bit. Cause <laughs> I love pizzazz. Uh, this is plus one plate. Um, So your AC is going to go up by one And it has no dex disadvantages
4: It is just uh, a real dope set of armor. Yeah. Mama. I will make you proud in this. I put it on.
0: Uh, oh. My champion, you look even more champion-like than before. Also, you're a
1: half-elf now. I didn't <laughs> know about that. Thanks
4: for not bringing it up right
1: when you saw me. <laughs> it means a lot. <laughs> you look fantastic. Lucanus, I love the wriggling worm design on this armor.
0: Yes, well, um, I thought I'd add a little bit of extra pizzazz. I knew how how much of a
4: fan you all were of my men. <laughs> Moonshine, we can buff this out. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I'm already working on it. I'm, I got druid I use Druidcraft to make like a hard, like crystal earthen thing, and I'm buffing it out. Oh my goodness.
0: Um, And then you see he turns to Beverly um, and goes, For Beverly, another gift from our elven armory. Oh. Uh, You see the air elementals come out um, with this polished steel shield um, with gold and silver painted around the outside, with purple in the center, and a silver tree in the middle. Um, And this is a plus one shield. You can use your reaction to add your shield modifier to dex saving throws. And if you pass, Whoa. you don't take any damage. It's basically like you get behind your shield.
2: Oh, awesome. that's cool. Oh, I have a reaction
0: now. That's yeah. awesome. So it's only for dex saving throws. Okay. Um, But but it's as if, if basically, if a, um, let's say a dragon breathes fire on you, and normally you might make a dex save, if that particular dragon has dex saves, Um, you then can use your reaction to, like, hold up your shield, and if you were supposed to take half damage, you'll take no damage. That's so cool. Um, And you'll pass more dex saving throws, because you'll be able to add three Because it's a two and then a plus one shield. Whoa. Whoa. Um, And then Lucanus turns to Moonshine and goes, of course, my daughter Moonshine, I cannot give you the thinking cap, but I can give you a few things that might make it feel like you have the thinking cap. Okay. Um, And he hands over a small ring with two platinum hands holding a yellow stone in the middle. The ring of telekinesis. This will allow you to cast telekinesis at will as if you were wearing the thinking cap. Um, So same rules as thinking cap. Uh, You can like pull things towards you and everything. You essentially have the force. You can't pull things out of of people's hands Okay. um, and you can't move people. But other than that, pretty much everything's fair game.
3: Whoa. Um,
0: I he,
2: put it on my fucking wedding finger because I am married <laughs> to telekinesis now.
0: Ah, My daughter loves arcane magic. Uh, you see, <laughs> instantly starts crying. Um, I also have this, the Tome of Clear Thought. Study this for a week or so and you'll begin to see the world a little bit differently. My parents gave this to me while I was studying here and it made a world of difference. It is an honor to bestow it to you, my daughter. Uh, He hands over this big, beautiful tome, uh, just holding it in your hands. You can sense the magic from within it. The pages are still bright white, despite obviously being very old, and the cover seems to be made of pure platinum. And one more thing to hand down to you. Uh, He pulls out a small box and opens it, producing a simple, unpretentious wand. It's got a slight curve to it, a little um, thicker at the bottom, and it's this dark wood color. And he goes, My first wand, uh, issued to me on my first day at the university. I've enchanted it with a spell specifically for you. Use it later when you're alone with your friends, not now.
2: Okay, (laughs) okay. Thank you, Pops.
0: Of course. I've never been prouder of anything in my life than watching you work today. (laughs) You are a triumph.
2: Thank you, Dad. I give him a big hug. That's uh, so sweet.
0: He gives you a hug. Excelsior! <laughs>
2: Excelsior! Okay. okay, is that calling the Sever- band of work?
0: Several yells, uh, <laughs> several uh, high elves yell, Excelsior! And the great elves look
4: embarrassed. Like, what
2: the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no, this
4: is gonna be a, this has gotta be a group hug. Excelsior. <laughs> yeah, everyone
2: I wrap up, Excelsior literally. in here.
4: Uh, you see um
0: Mama gets up in there. Yes, Excelsior indeed. <laughs> Balnor and Erdan um,
4: come over and give you guys hugs. Oh uh, yes, everyone did an excellent job. Balnor, I can swear. Smell the beer on your skin. Yeah. Shit. It it's is coming just, your I'm pores. sweating
0: it out, man. That's how you get it's better. Wild. You
1: sweat it out, man. You've just gone nonstop. You've just been chaining those bottles. Yeah, I know. Why don't we, get, let's hit the streets, gang. Let's
4: hit the streets. It's wild out there. You think it's crazy in here? It's wild out there. Uh, dude, usually I tell you to go to bed, but that sounds like a fucking awesome <laughs> idea. Can't <Yeah,
1: let's laughs> say No.
4: Hell
0: yeah. Um, so you guys head out of the grade hall. Um, you guys party with the elves. Uh, before,
2: is... I, before I part ways with my dad, I just want to say, Dad, uh, thank you for believing in me. I know that you were kind of going against your common upbringing to, uh, to put your faith in a Crick Elf.
0: Moonshine, I didn't know that I could put my faith in a Crick Elf, but I knew the moment I met you that I could put my faith in you. And now I know that I can put my faith in the Krugovs too.
2: Well, then that is my—that is what I truly won from this. All right, y'all, let's. Get fucked
4: up. (laughs) Pride of the elves, let's do it.
0: Uh, So you guys go out onto the street. You see uh, Lucanus and um, Mama join you and Balnor. Um, You guys see um, it's it's a party out here. It's super lively. The streets are full. There are taverns uh, with their doors open, just handing out drinks for free. Uh, The party rages um, deep into the night. Do you guys have anything you guys want to do or anything during the party?
2: I I got one thing. Mama. Um, there's like a lot of open real estate here, right? Because they got a population crisis.
0: Uh, mm. No, because no, it's full of cricket. It's no, full no, no, of but, people.
2: Right. But I'm saying like in terms of like there's houses that haven't been occupied yet. Uh, I want to go to open houses with Mama and decide <laughs> and pick out some houses for the cricks to live in.
0: Uh, you see Mama goes,
1: Um, now is not the time, my daughter.
2: Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Oh, right. You got to make an appointment. You can't just break in. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's
4: usually on, you know, Saturdays and Sundays.
1: An okay.
2: open house
4: isn't when you Jimmy open the door and you <laughs> go inside. Yes. Uh, I'd like to fashion a chalice around a necklace and fill it with crick water. Oh. Sort of like wafting up my nose all night.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. A uh, hard one staggers down the street. <laughs>
4: His new body gets uh, gets kind of fucked up a little faster. Oh, yeah.
0: Just wearing this brilliant elven plate, um, but just um, wafting creek water into his nose, just staggering down the street. Uh, uh, Balnor has his arm, like, up
1: on your hip, trying to hold <laughs> you, yeah. but he's also staggering. Great.
4: We're singing dwarven songs. <laughs>
1: Um, I want to take the head of Akarat and pretend like it's drinking booze. Oh my god. <laughs> e- everyone fucking cheers for that.
0: Fuck the devil, man. <laughs> Fuck the devil. Fuck the devil.
1: Uh, can I do uh, a ventriloquist impression? Yes. Uh, <laughs> go go ahead and do uh, go ahead and do a <laughs> performance check. Okay. Uh, It's going to be a
0: 16. Sweet, Um, go ahead and do your performance.
1: (laughs) Oh, it tastes so bad. I only like water and drinking lava. I suck.
2: What a loser, he does suck. (laughs) That sounds exactly like him. Hey, Beverly, that's so good. Oh,
1: why would I drink this when I could drink ass? I love to drink ass. I'm I'm rolling in the street laughing. (laughs) (laughs) That dude did love to drink ass.
2: Babe, you need to start a BahooTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) channel. Do you, yeah, could, uh, uh, Lucanus, do you have any
1: spare orbs I could use to record some of my bits? Uh yes, that sounds absolutely hilarious. I'm loving
0: this. I love. I I, I find that ventriloquism is the uh, highest form of humor. It's nothing I love more than seeing something that shouldn't speak speak. <laughs>
1: I do uh, a ventriloquism for uh, Erdan's pet cat bubbles uh, the, uh, let me let me see uh, bubbles is kind of hard to impress Bubbles is just kind of there um, no 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 no, I pretend that I am bubbles. oh my goodness <laughs> okay Whoa. Uh,
2: invasive to do to something that's already alive. Ventriloquism <laughs> with an alive dummy.
0: Uh, you see, um, bubbles just like starts to freak out like a cat would. Uh, does that like uh, shoulder roll cat thing where they try to get out of being pet as you get near it? <laughs> okay, we don't need to do that necessarily.
2: I would like to. I would like to set up a uh, kiss a crick kissing booth um, to try to save uh, to try and make some money so that my people can get furniture for their new houses. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, you do our kiss and crick booth. Um people um, come by um, and, th- and throw gold. This feels a little weird. Are you okay with this? Is this fine? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's kiss. Yay. I'll do uh,
4: I'll do a kissing booth too. <laughs>
0: um yeah. Go ahead and make you know what? Um, you
2: are like a hot like you're a half elf. That's probably like really casual. hot.
0: Both of you guys make charisma checks, and we'll see who's is more popular. Okay. It's not a competition, but <laughs>
2: it's not a competition, but uh Okay. I got a twelve. Fifteen. <clears throat> oh, damn.
4: You guys see that there's a few more people at <laughs> hard ones kissing booth. <laughs> I try to wink at moonshine, but then I pass out from creek water. <laughs> Bergery
1: starts uh, keeping Hard One propped up and doing ventriloquism for him, so he looks like he's still awake. <laughs> uh, people come step, and, right up, once, step right up. Step right up. Once Hard One passes out, they just start donating money <laughs> uh,
0: to your cause. So the party uh, rages into the night until eventually uh, you suddenly hear a horn, um, and it sounds as if it was amplified by magic. It doesn't oh my sound... God,
2: is it a surprise DJ Khaled performance?
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> I does, knew it. It does not sound like that. You guys look up and you see on a floating platform um, are a few of the Gladehome Kingsguard. These three knights in golden armor and purple capes uh, led by an arch wizard who looks an awful lot like Wren um, <laughs> with slick oh. back, oh. silver hair, and a gold robe accented with silver and purple you see that the crowd um, kind of looks up at them, a little confused. They just kind of quiet down to like a collective grumble. um, And the arch wizard speaks and goes, okay, everyone, Um, congratulations. You've had your fun, but it's after midnight. It's time for the Crick Elves to get out of home. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Uh, And you guys see, approaching from the Royal District, the opposite side of the city from the university, uh, a couple hundred city guards uh, begin approaching. Oh, I instantly sober up. Yep.
2: <sighs> uh, I'm not gonna cast a spell because that would seem. I'm standing in front. I'm standing in between.
0: Oh, so you like? Protest. Uh, you you essentially? Yeah, go, I run
2: uh, ahead to like try to like put myself in between before these city guards.
0: Sweet. Um. So you go... and I'm
2: shouting, "Hey, I'm not gonna cast any spells here, but I could." I was under the impression that uh y'all might feel a little more hospitable. To my people, given what just happened,
0: uh, go ahead and give. You can either do intimidation or persuasion, and you can do it with advantage. You see, um, Lucanus walks up and stands next to you. So mm-hmm. not only are you, not only did you just kind of like help save everyone, um, but also you know your father ha- does have some sway.
2: I got a nat twenty. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> praise Whoa. you, dice devil.
4: Holy shit. Which
2: my persuasion and my intimidation are both plus two. So So I
4: guess what would you rather these guys feel?
2: (laughs) I would like them to feel persuaded.
0: Okay. Hmm. Um, You see that uh, they already weren't looking thrilled about this. Like as they were marching towards you, they didn't have their swords out or anything. A lot of them, as you walked up, avoided your gaze.
2: If, If I may elaborate my point, I think that we're better together. And I think that there was ample evidence of that in the past 24 hours.
0: You see Lucanus um, had already kind of walked up next to you, but now he like puts his arm around you and he goes, that is right. The blood of all of us flows in Moonshine Sybin. I am her father and her mother is Jolene Sybin of the Crick. Um, And there's a kind of a collective confusion and there's like a few gasps you hear from um, up on the platform. Um, Ren's father goes what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god I want to cast uh. a spell on him.
0: And Lucanus looks at the guards. He turns around. He looks at the high elves that are partying with the crick elves and everything and he goes look look around you these, these are not your enemy. We are the same people. We have Real enemies, devils, tried to steal the gift of magic from us. The Chosen tried to destroy our city. Uh, and you see he starts to get a little bit braver. And he goes, and yet our king refuses to act. Uh, and everyone around starts to get oh, like a shit, little bit uncomfortable. There. You see, as Lucana says this, the arch wizard up on the platform and the king's guard goes, that's enough, okay? Oh, you cannot speak out against the king. Seize them. Uh, and you see about a quarter of the guards pull out their swords. And then another quarter of them pull their swords on those guards. Oh, Yeah. And oh. the other half of them drop their swords.
2: Okay, okay, I don't need y'all to fight each other. Maybe just put them in headlocks.
0: (laughs) Uh, You see one of the guys who has a sword held up to one of the other guards goes, I think they're probably just going to yield.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, (laughs) cool,
3: cool.
0: Uh, You see the ones that um, are kind of um, more loyal to the king than Lucanus or the city folk or anything um, get
4: kind of intimidated and... Drop their weapons. Yeah, nobody nobody kill anybody on our behalf, right? Let's yeah. Unless yeah. unless somebody wants to kill this guy. And I, <laughs> I point at the uh, at rent staff. <laughs> uh, you see, Maw Maw hops up um,
3: and
0: jumps on Hard One's head and goes, no, no, no one kill anyone. These people, these high elves feared that we would destroy their city and we will not do that.
4: Thank you for being my conscience.
0: (laughs) Uh, And you see the arch wizard uh, up on the platform looks super nervous and um, grabs the other Kingsguard and disappears. And then you see Lucanus uh, casts a fly spell on um, himself and Moonshine. um, And he goes up to the platform that um, the arch wizard was just on that disappeared.
2: All right, I gotta join him. Damn, Uh, I'm flying today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And um, Moonshine and Lucanus stand on the platform
2: We going to see the king?
0: Uh, You see Lucanus um, nods and he goes, I don't think we need to do this with violence, but they only have power because we give them power. We have the people.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I have no intention of making this violent. I only have intention of making this effective. Moonshine stands upon the speaking stump. (laughs) Y'all speaking stumps fly. That's pretty cool. (laughs) What up? What up? She clears her throat really loud. I know that your king does not want y'all to be involved in the goings-on, but you will be involved in one way or another eventually, whether or not you are taken over by Theala and used against your own interests, or if you just get defeated. Tell moonshine. (laughs) So, look... Monarchy's a fucking dumb thing. I- I'm sorry, I know that's cruel and crass to say, but why are y'all still cowering before a king? I mean,
1: it's good for tourism.
2: Is it? You hear Cooter go, "Shut the fuck up, Beverly." <laughs> I'm just. I'll tell you what's better for. I'll tell you what's better for tourism: a water park. <laughs> everyone cheers. Y'all water down, park. down water with the king. Park. Get water a water park. park. Replace Wa- the monarchy park. with a water park. I get one get big a water, water park.
0: <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check for the water park. <laughs>
2: Oh no. Seven. (laughs) Um,
0: Seven. The Crick elves are going nuts for the water park. And then you hear one of the um, other high elves um, that's just like part of the city guards down in the crowd uh, just goes, What if instead of a water park, we just had like a council that kind of just like, um, you know, we could vote on them and they could all make decisions together? You can have
2: both, you fool. Just, yeah, I was going to say, in fact, you could have them all in one place. What if the council met at a water park?
4: That's why she's the water daughter. and you will <laughs> bow before her. Uh, you see, um,
0: everyone everyone uh, just like grumbles and thinks about this, and they go, water park council, water park council. Wet waterfall. council, wet council wet council wet council wet council, council, wet council, wet council, wet council, wet council. Mama yells out, to the castle. <laughs>
2: ah, to the castle, but, but um, civilly. Civilly. And, and to the- obediently. Obediently and We're civilly. Or rather disobedient, but civil.
0: Civil disobedience to the <laughs> castle. Uh, everyone starts marching in an orderly fashion. Lucanus yells, Excelsior! "Excelsior!" Excelsior! 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 Calls, calls his man, Um and um, uh, "I'll motions, get on the back there." Yeah, of trying to join the manaquirm. So you guys all join uh, together in a big crew uh, and march into the Royal District. You see that some of the nobles that live here join you, um, but other ones just like hide away in their houses (laughs) and close their doors. You see them like close the shutters.
1: Come on, hang out. Yeah, fuck you.
0: Hang out. We
2: don't want you anyway, no, you jerks. y'all, yo, we cannot what? be mean to the nobles, All okay? Right, we need fine. to. We need to make this good for everyone.
0: All right, Otherwise I'm sorry. Otherwise, we'll be lingering
2: hostilities. Do you want to be friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cooter.
0: Uh, sweet. All uh, right, so you guys approach um, Gladeholm Castle with this giant crowd, um, this gorgeous three-story keep with sleek... Elven architecture. Nothing is blocky; all smooth curves. Banners with the city's colors hang from the walls. It's surrounded by an artificial moat. Uh, the shallow pond that serves as the castle garden uh, would be a great place for a water park, honestly, oh. if, if need be. <laughs> um, as you step forward, you see that there is I some kind a of
2: measurements.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could put a slide around here. Yes, are thinking. Um, You guys see that um, as you step forward, there's some kind of enchantment on it that lets you walk on water. Uh, You see great statues and fountains that come out of the water uh, and little sitting areas uh, atop stone islands. Um, You also see, like, floating flower beds. Uh, It is just a a water garden, essentially. And near the entrance of the castle, you see is a a singular silver tree with no leaves, just frayed branches that stick out in all directions, like the emblem of the city. Um, Most of the castle guards, as you guys get close, just immediately drop their weapons. And anyone that is just like, for honor, for the king for Glade Gladehome. Um, somebody would just like polymorph them instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Tabletop them into getting polymorphed. Um, into a table. <laughs> and as you guys, um, this big mob um, approach the castle uh, in an orderly fashion. Right. Less of a mob, they, more of a yeah, glob. More yeah. Of, yeah, more mm, of yeah. a
2: glob, more of like a group of carolers. Right.
0: Coming. Uh, so you guys with this mob of carolers um, approach the castle and you see the king comes out on his balcony. Uh, This is King Selenar Eerwin. He has beautiful, long blonde hair, a delicate crown of platinum shaped to look like branches, piercing blue eyes, and wears the fanciest golden robe. And he looks out onto the crowd and he yells, Stop this madness! Go back to your homes! I
2: only wish to protect the elves! If you wish to protect the elves, then what is in the interest of the elves is being more open-minded and collaborating with other elves. We are also elves. Crick elves are also elves. We're, you know, we're, maybe we're slugs and you're snails. You got a fancy shell, but we're still the same little thing. I am not a snail!
4: <laughs> you call the king a snail! It was a compliment, dumbass. Was, don't call me a
2: dumbass! I'm the king! <laughs> I, I do not want to do this by force. You realize that... The momentum favors our side.
0: Traitors, all of you. All of you are traitors. Is that what you want? You want to go out and die in another fool's errand? Perpetrated by this man, and points out at Lucanus in front of the crowd.
2: It is, not, it is not a fool's errand. It is not an errand. It's an imperative. God, I am showing you so much mercy by not just sickening... A- my bravest men on you right now I Oh you to Crick Lane, Elves one. would do
0: that, wouldn't you? What do you want to come in here and pee on my castle, do it? You're what
2: you- the one who just sent a fucking king's guard at the Crick Elves, and you're saying like I'm the, I'm the barbaric one?
0: You are a slug.
2: <laughs> okay, now you want to use my metaphor you well, didn't like when i I'm you fine called with you a being snail. a slug,
0: but I'm not a snail. <laughs> uh,
2: you are you are a slug with a fancy fucking shell. Oh, is that
0: right? Yeah. Alright, well if you insist, if you would Turn all of my people against me, then how about we let-
2: You turn them against you. Yeah, yeah, that's right!
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, A few (laughs) few high elves join in. Alright, how about we let the gods decide? You and I, tomorrow morning at dawn, I challenge you to a duel. A duel! Duel?
4: Kick his ass, Moonshine.
2: All right, man. Yeah.
0: If you can defeat me in a duel, I'll step down quietly. But I am of royal blood and favored by the god Arathis.
2: Whether or not I'm favored by my goddess of choice has nothing to do with whether or not I'm going to fucking kick your ass. (laughs) Everyone goes (laughs) fucking
0: wild at
4: that.
2: Gods ain't got nothing to do in a petty duel.
4: Then I will see you tomorrow at dawn. All right. We should push it back a little bit later. I'm pretty fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) What about halfway between dawn and noon? Like nine? Can we
3: do nine? Nine.
2: Nine?
0: Balnor goes, it's going to be hard. I'm going to be High noon is a cool time for us. High
2: noon. How about high noon? noon, That's a perfect. Everyone wear your sunscreen. It's happening tomorrow night. Why don't
0: we all get here? At 11.30, I want to get so that here we can start. No, right. no, 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 we sh- we get here. This is, I am the king. <laughs> all right, all We right. get here at 11.30, and we duel at noon.
4: <laughs> is there going to be food here?
0: Of course there'll be food.
4: Great. All right, good. That works for me.
0: Sounds good.
2: <laughs>
4: all right. And you see the
0: crowd dismisses and kind of walks back to the area where everyone was partying. Hey, I'm going to go um,
2: like, sort of like do like a nice little rocky jog, kind of like do some shadow boxing and just like, cut weight a little bit.
4: <laughs> if you want, I'll, um, I'll just follow you around with the speaking stone in a cup, yeah. give you like a little montage music. Yeah, that'd
2: be great. Yeah.
1: Dan, could you get some bird eggs? <laughs> uh, yes, oh, I, have, yeah. I have some on me. Oh,
4: perfect. Um, yeah, I
1: go for a protein shake.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bev whips up a shake for Moonshine.
2: <laughs> so sweet.
0: <laughs> Lucanus goes, uh, so you should all probably be resting for tomorrow. I'll see you um, bright and early at 1130. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go try to sleep off um,
1: my minor hangover here. Sounds good. we head headed back to the mansion tent?
2: Yeah, yeah sounds good.
3: See you late good. tomorrow morning. All right. <laughs> it's
2: right. going to be
1: 45. It's going to be 1145. You right. can obviously push.
0: <laughs> 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 I think it would be best if everyone got there at 1130.
2: <laughs> 1145 it is. See I have then. the email also draft
1: up. ready to send.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, Lucanus um, goes off with Erdan back to his quarters. And you guys go back to the um, dorm room you were staying in with Mavericks, And you see that the tent is gone.
2: Oh, I could sleep in a dorm room.
0: Yeah, there's still beds. There's still beds? This will work for me. You also remember your father told you to use the wand when you were by yourself.
2: Oh, Uh, right. All right. I take out the wand and go... (laughs) I wave um, it around. like, Like, I try to channel the energy of his wriggling mana worm as I (laughs)
0: wriggle the wand around. Perfect sine waves. (laughs) Um, Moonshine, you wiggle the wand around uh, and you see another tent appears. It looks pretty similar to the one that was here before.
2: (laughs) I think he gave us an on-call tent whenever we fucking want it.
0: Tiny tent
2: rules. Uh, Dive in.
0: Uh, Moonshine, you go in and you see that this is not Mordenkainen's magnificent mansion. This is Melora's stupendous stump. Oh, I, You can now uh, cast this at will whenever you use the wand. It is enchanted with this spell. Um, you go inside and you see that it's set up kind of like Lucanus's mansion, except it's got a little bit of that crick feel. There's like a warm hearth. It feels very homey. There are crick stitchings on like the throw pillows and everything like that. Um, there's one big bed. And um, you see there is also a little library uh, that's just kind of a gift from your father to encourage you to keep reading. That's so sweet.
2: Oh, this is so nice. Oh, and the toilet is
1: purely decorative. (laughs) It's
4: filled with (laughs) acorns. Bar stocks. <laughs> yeah, there's, Balnor, there, you want a nightcap?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, give me some of that crick water. Um, Balnor slips and, like, cracks his head on the ground. Oh, oh. Uh, it's just that time of the night where just somebody's too drunk and kind of starts ruining it.
1: Oh, all shit. Right. Let me get you a compress. I miss yeah. Bobby, guys. You're going to have to sleep it off. You're going to have to sleep just, it off.
0: Well, I was a card. <laughs> I was a goddamn card. We're like chilling. I'm going to
4: carry Balnor into the. Well, what am oh. I
0: doing here? You carry Balnor to bed, put him to bed.
4: I'm going to tuck him up right next to his sack, right next to the bag. There you go, buddy. I put a, a tuna sandwich by him, by his
1: bed Ugh. and then also uh, a trash can. <laughs> nice.
4: I take off his shoes for him.
1: Aw. Um, while we're kind of settling down for the night, uh, I would like to look over Erlin's journal. Oh, very cool. Mm. Yeah. So
0: yeah, so um you
1: start leafing
0: through Erland's journal Um, And you Hmm. see he's got little, like, journal entries about his adventures. Uh, You see that they had a run-in with um, an orc tribe who showed up to Hillhome and tried to bully them. Egwene had to duel, had to, like, go out and um, fight, like, the orc chieftain to, like, get them to, like, collectively leave um, Hillhome. Oh, wow. Um, I write
1: down some of the insults that Egwene used. Just for later,
0: <laughs> right? Um, you um, read another story about um, there was um, a kid that was kidnapped by a um, that was like snatched by this greater griffin monster, and they had to follow it into the mountains on Red's airship, and um, they defeated the griffin. But um, he was able to collect a griffin egg, and he was taught. And he uh, talked about how he hoped that you guys would get to ride it together someday. Oh, gosh
1: so romantic he's become so cool without me and also a really good writer i feel like i'm crushing harder all over again Uh uh-huh just like seeing the 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 person the man he's becoming yeah it's
0: it's like clear that um he's kind of even though it's only been a few weeks it's kind of the same with you guys like this is a magical world these are heightened times yeah these guys have gone on kind of just as many adventures in this short amount of time span as you
1: guys have.
4: Spin off.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
1: wow. They sleep in one tiny sleeping bag. That's interesting. <laughs> um, I probably fall asleep reading this. Sweet. Um, you fall
0: asleep reading Erlen's journal. And all of you guys go to bed for the night. So you guys are sleeping in, probably planning on getting there like two minutes before you need to, <laughs> um, when suddenly... A head pokes inside uh, your tent, mm. aka your stump, uh, and it's Erdan. He goes, "Oh, uh, everyone! I just wanted to let you know it's ten a.m. Mm. So if you transfer wanted to have like five more minutes, have just like a, <laughs> a if you want to have a little breakfast or something, I just
2: wanted to make sure everybody was. I actually was... do want to have a breakfast, and I would like to. Make myself a Hero's Feast. And then after I make my Hero's Feast, I want to do a Zealot's Trance to try and get that six-level spell back. (laughs) You little fucking
0: metagamer. (laughs) It's so good. If fucking Erdan didn't wake you up early, I was just doing it as a joke, but he totally helped you out. Awesome. Um, Yeah, go ahead and roll it.
1: Can we have some of the feast too?
2: Yeah, y'all okay, get good. in on this. Wow!
4: Oh, wow. I, I was—I was gonna. Even if it doesn't Much give needed. me anything, I'm looking at the pan and seeing if there's any bacon left. Oh yeah, uh-huh. okay. this is like a throne—a hero's—a
0: hero's breakfast.
4: <laughs> Balnor super pumped. Oh, I was super hungover.
0: This is do. This is doing it for me. Yeah, absolutely. Your head looks nasty, man. This
4: oh my
0: like... God! He looks in a mirror. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you, you cracked dome.
4: Wow! Yeah, no, you were being hilarious last night. It was, was I an epic night? Balnor. I didn't say anything weird, did I? No, no, you were just cra- you were just cracking wise all yeah, night. just we loved classic it. Balnor, absolutely oh, okay. vintage. But if you uh, if you ever need to talk about anything, we're here.
0: <laughs> Why would I? Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> no, fine. We're
4: good. Everything's out in the open Solid. for old Balnor. Yep, Everything's wall.
0: fine. Build, build them high, build yeah. them thick. Build them, build them high. <laughs> make them uh, wide, you guys, make them strong. as you eat this hero's breakfast, um, you're instantly cured of your hangover.
1: Guilt, Huge, guilt-free. Wow. I want to
2: make this every single morning.
1: Shit, if this is something you can do, that's really nice. <laughs> all you have to do is eat twelve biscuits, and then you don't have a hangover. This rules. <laughs> um, while uh, we're prepping, while we're eating, um, I would like to invite Moonshine to join Hard One and myself, and Balinor, if he's up for it, for some last-minute squats.
2: Ooh, yeah, yeah. Some
1: inspirational yeah. squats. About oh, you? nice. You leave this session, Bev. <laughs> It's been a while. I got to get back into it. Let's go. All right. So we're doing inspirational squats. I think about 10 minutes of squats just to get limber, just
4: to get loose. 10 minutes is what I usually do to warm up.
1: We don't want to overexert, you know, she's got a, a long battle ahead, but I think you want the legs mm-hmm. nice and nice and warm. I'll do
4: lunges on the over.
1: Smart. Bev, are you, so this is like inspiring speech, but inspiring squats. Yeah, this is inspiring squats, which is the, the new official flavor of inspiring speech. <laughs> Moonshine,
0: um, you see the gingerly way with which Beverly is squatting um, really inspires you to get deep. <laughs> Uh, It improves your constitution. Uh, Go ahead and um, what is it's uh, extra hit points, right? Yeah, it's a plus 16.
3: Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Damn. You are buffed up, girl. You got to get deep. You got to dig deep. I'm digging deep. It's like sitting into a better life.
2: That's what okay. I like to think of squats as.
0: So, Moonshine, you make this hero's breakfast. You consume it. You do your zealous trance. Um, you do squats with Beverly and Hard One. Um, and uh, you see Erdan goes, all right, now now we're really cutting it close. We should really get going. <laughs> yes, of course, Erdan. Uh, summon us our worms. Um, would you like mana, worms? <laughs>
2: Yeah, let's do it in style. Absolutely,
0: let's uh, show
2: them. Let's show them there ain't much difference between the <laughs> crick and a high. Erdan
0: leads you out into the um, uh, like university area where like all of the dorms are, like directly outside your dorm, um, and you see Lucanus is waiting there um, with um, three mono piums for you.
2: <laughs> Great,
0: Excelsior! Are you ready, my daughter?
2: I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: Sweet. So you guys um, <laughs> wriggle and ride. Um, Many high elves um, look jealously at your (laughs) mana worms. They love love those
4: guys here. They see us
1: rolling. They they see you rolling.
4: Um, (laughs) These high elves seem to be obsessed with me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we didn't talk about how popular your kissing booth was. You're
0: getting a lot of of winks uh, as you go through town. (laughs) Um, And you guys um, get back to the castle. You see that there is a huge crowd gathered um you see the king is warming up with his king's guard, and this dude looks geared up um you see he's wearing enchanted golden plate mail that looks even more intricate than the normal elven plate uh he has an arcane shield that just floats around his body and protects him without him using his hands uh and he has a rapier in each hand and is doing the like extremely dorky high elven style of fighting ha ha king on the water ta ta ta
4: ta ta ha
0: uh and uh you, you can see that like the king's guards kind of letting him win a little bit and the um arch wizard um ren's father goes oh
2: excellent strike sir oh <laughs> Moonshine,
4: you know even if he yields you can kill him
2: i know i know let's see how this day goes <laughs> Okay, let me know when it's like a minute before, and I'm gonna symbiotic entity. Sweet,
0: yeah. Um, The arch wizard um, motions for everybody to be quiet and calls you and the king to the center of the garden, the water garden. And you're gonna symbiotic entity? Yeah. Okay, you turn into a symbiotic entity. I am going to say you're not going to be allowed to use pop
2: Yeah, I wasn't intending okay. to. Papa. I don't think that'd be a fair Papa He's wa- so powerful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Papa watches as a monster on the side.
2: <laughs> Ready to get
0: involved.
2: Papa, if he kills me, you can come in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I massage Papa's shoulders. He looks super mad. <laughs> so Moonshine stands uh in the center of this garden uh big crowd um basically makes like a u around the combatants and the rest of the circle is filled out by the castle and um the arch wizard announces to the crowd All right, everyone, Uh, I want a good, clean fight. Uh, The battle is over when one person yields or is killed. Uh, If there is any interference by outside forces, the interfering parties will be thrown into the dungeon and the duel will be declared null. Weird Crick Elf, are you ready?
2: Yeah, shitty high elf. (laughs) Oh, excuse you, I'm the Arch Wizard Rin. Ew, you named your kid one letter different than you? Oh, why would I not? Oh. <laughs> oh, your son's
4: a thousand times cooler than you, which is really not saying a lot.
2: Y'all are so lucky I just did not go coup style because you would be <laughs> so easy to overthrow. You are so unlikable. And
4: you see the king goes, all
0: right, Rin, calm down. Just uh, get, it, get it started. And he goes, all right, everyone, and let's hear it for the king, a Selenor E. A Arwen.
3: Oh, All right, his,
0: yeah. <laughs> there's a chorus of booze, Why are you all booing me? This isn't fair. <laughs> we'll see how much they boo me when I cut your head off very painstakingly with this rapier with many pokes. Death by a thousand pokes. So
2: you're going to perforate me? Yes. And then rip my head off that with a piece right. of paper? That is right. That is right. Jesus, I'm so terrified.
0: Uh, you see Arch Wizard Ren um, announces,
2: um, Commence the duel. Oh!
0: Uh, everybody cheers. Go ahead and roll initiative, Moonshine. Ooh. Thirteen. He gets the drop on you. He's a little bit faster. Um, You see he is wearing this golden plate. And then there there are like gems infused in his armor. And then he's got this arcane shield that just whirls around him, kind of like following your blade uh, as you move it and get into position. Um, And he does beat you. And you see on his first turn, he pulls out. Um, This little thing that looks like it's a a sensor. It looks like it would um, be for like incense or something. And he goes, I call forth the power of the elementals. Uh, And he opens it up and you see an air elemental appears
4: next to him. And
0: that's allowed? There's nothing in the rule book that says he can't use the items that are on his person. This is all fair. This is very honorable. I'm
4: going to just sort of inch my way around the circle just so I'm standing near this fucker. Right. (laughs) Um,
0: So the air elemental is going to go forward and take two slam attacks on Moonshine. Swings, and that's a 15 a hit. Misses.
2: Takes a second attack.
0: That's a 24 to hit. That does hit.
2: Um, What type of damage is this going to be?
0: It is bludgeoning
1: damage. Okay. Blustering.
0: So Moonshine, you take 10 damage. Uh, You guys see the crowd reacts with an ooh as the air elemental um, slams her into the ground and Moonshine pops back up. Moonshine, that is your turn.
2: Okay. I'm going to cast a fifth level Wrath of Nature. Okay. You call out to the spirits of nature to rouse them against your enemies. Choose one point you can see within range. The spirits cause trees, rocks, and grasses in a 60-foot cube centered on that point to become animated until the spell ends. At the start of each of your turns, each of your enemies within 10 feet of any tree in the cube must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 4d6 slashing damage from the whipping branches uh, at the end of each of your turns, one of one creature of your choice that is on the ground in that cube must succeed a strength saving throw or become restrained until the spell ends. Um, and then for rocks, as a bonus action on your turn, you can cause a loose rock in the cube to launch at a creature you can see in a cube, make a ranged spell attack on the target on a hit. The target takes 3D, 3d8 non-magical bludgeoning damage and must succeed a strength saving throw or fall prone. So essentially Ooh. I'm trying to... Just turn, used... this, turn nature against him. My
1: God. <laughs> you created like a car wash. I'm
2: nervous. I've never used this spell before, so I don't know if it's good or not, but... It
1: seems cool.
2: It seems cool. I can
1: picture it in my head. It seems great. That is the king's turn. The
0: king is going to run forward. Uh-huh, beating you with just my talents. Oh my uh-huh. God, it just began. King on the water. King on the water. Dances on the water um, and strikes forward with a rapier. <sighs> First attack. He's spamming his move. I see a tiny little skid mark in his robe. Do you see that? <laughs> first attack is a twenty-one to hit. I thought it was a brown ruby. That but hits. I think it's him. Okay, Moonshine. I need you to give me a Constitution saving throw. You see, as it goes, um, as it strikes near you, you see that it looks to be coated in some kind of poison. Fifteen. Uh, that passes. Moonshine, you take fourteen damage from the first rapier hit. Um, he uses an. Uh, he uses a second attack. That's a twenty to hit. Um, These are extremely fine swords. Plus three rapiers. Very good. And um, Moonshine, um, go ahead and give me another constitution saving throw.
2: Oh, actually, um, I'm actually immune to poison because of my hero's feast.
3: (gasps) Oh, that's amazing.
0: Oh my God, so you're completely immune to it? Yeah. So Moonshine, you you only take eight damage from the first attack, because some of that was poison damage.
3: Because you take poison damage even if
0: you aren't poisoned, um, so you're immune to it. So he like he stabs you with it. and He goes like, "Oh, feeling sick at all yet? Huh?" No, I'm
2: actually feeling fucking great. I had this great breakfast. Impossible. Have you ever had huevos rancheros.
0: Um, <laughs> the second attack uh, only does eight damage because you don't take any of the poison damage. Uh, then it's going to take an offhand attack um, and misses on the offhand. Gets a little frazzled. Okay. You sure you're not feeling sick yet? <laughs> not
2: at all. Not in the slightest.
0: Uh, does a flourish and bows to the crowd. Our moonshine makes other people sick.
2: Okay. I think In a lot of ways. I start off my turn. At the start of my turn, the trees, any tree within 10 feet of this dude, uh, he has to succeed a dexterity saving throw or take 4d6 slashing damage okay. from whipping branches. Is he Sh- near any trees?
0: Uh, he's definitely near trees. You, there's trees all around.
2: Okay.
3: Shout out
0: to the two crew.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so him.
0: the ancient, the ancient like silver-looking tree that is the pride <laughs> of the elves whips him super hard <laughs> in the ass. Oh, my own tree whipping me in the ass.
2: Okay. He takes twelve damage from his own tree.
0: <laughs> Spanked by my own tree.
4: Everything here hates you.
1: Hey, Rin, I checked in the rule book. It says that's totally allowed. I minor illusion a rule book that says, eat my butt. <laughs> that's not a rule book. That's not even a real rule book. Uh-huh. It's absolutely real. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, he dispels magic on your rule book. Ah. Stop waving
0: rule books that aren't real. Uh-huh. Gotcha.
2: And then I'm going to spores him for 18.
0: Sweet. Jeez. Um, then I'm going to attack him. doesn't like him. that one bit.
2: I'm going to attack him because any of this wrath of nature stuff isn't actually part of my okay. action. Um, oh, you
0: guys nice. see the? Um, it looked bad for a second when he instantly pulled out this air elemental thing and they started double teaming her. Uh, but Moonshine very quickly starts to take yeah. control, and you hear the crit elves are going nuts.
2: I've got two, three more things to do. One, attack him. Okay. Does a twelve hit?
0: Twelve does not hit. Oh, okay. Blocks with his magic shield.
2: Then as a bonus, I'm gonna hurl a rock at him. <laughs>
4: <laughs> sure. Mushrooms, trees, and rocks all attacking
2: you. Shout out to the two crew. It's definitely going to miss.
4: You see the arcane
0: shield um, blocks your sword attack, then comes around and blocks the rock. And he goes, yes, I earned that shield by being rich.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you really did. You realize that your own fucking front porch is like rebelling against you right now. Okay, and then the roots and vines at the end of my turn, one creature of my choice that is on the ground in the cube must succeed a strength saving throw or become restrained until the spell ends. Um, So he can do a strength check against my spell save DC. Okay.
0: Jeez, that's an at six and he's not super strong. Um, uh, You see um, vines burst out um, from below the water and wrap around him.
1: What? No, my own cool tree. I don't
2: think your tree likes you so much. Uh, There's fighting
1: dirty, and then there's fighting dirty.
2: Yeah, and there's fighting Rudy.
0: (laughs) Uh, You see the um, air elemental is going to slam on you twice, misses on the first attack. Shout out to the two crew, misses on the second attack.
2: All right, we're all missing.
0: That is his turn. Can he use anything to try to get out?
2: It says um, a restrained creature can use an action to make a strength check against your spell save.
0: Okay, Um, so he is going to use an action to try to get out. He's gonna to try to wriggle out. He starts wriggling. Okay. High elves are known for the wriggliness, and I am the king. I am the wriggliest one of them all. That's only a 12. That does
2: not save. Cool.
0: Then he is going to use a bonus action to try to use his offhand to poke at you. <laughs> ah, this was your mistake trying to get close to me. I have you right where I want you. Just like flailing in the air. Uh, you see Rin, the archwizard.
3: Oh no! Oh <laughs> no!
0: Uh, you still think this is funny? Why?
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> um, that is a miss on the on the um, bonus action attack. Okay. Uh, has to roll with disadvantage. Um, that's back to you, Moonshine.
2: Okay. So now me and then and nature have advantage on him, right? Because he's restrained. Yeah. Yes. All right. Tree's going to attack him again. Oh,
0: my God.
2: Uh, I'm going to assume a 24 hits.
0: A 24 just hits. Yeah. Okay. He's armored up, but yeah, you whip him in the
4: back of the head.
2: 16? Ow, ow. <laughs> tree, 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 tree. I tree. him for tree, 16. Tree,
4: tree. Make the tree king. <laughs> I spores
2: him for 18. Oh
4: my god, you're kicking uh, his ass, Moonjack. I'm
2: going to attack him. Oh my god. Nat 20. Oh my
1: god.
2: <laughs> I am in fungal form, so that's going to be 4d6.
1: Behold, your king. <laughs>
2: So that's 27 more damage, and Jesus. then I'm gonna hurl a rock at him.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> insulting. You absolutely beat the shit out of
0: him.
2: Does a... Oh, 19 doesn't hit, though.
0: 19 does not hit. Okay. So just Hard to hit, the, hit someone with a weapon. The shield
4: blocks <laughs> for him.
2: Oh. <laughs> just like, stop it, stop <laughs> it. Um, that's my turn.
0: <laughs> uh, you see, on his turn, he goes... Alright, I'm gonna give you one last chance to yield.
2: One last chance. Before to... I
0: pull
4: out the the big guns.
2: I'd actually I'm just so curious to see these big guns. Are you? Yeah. You're Still restrained, yeah.
4: So far, you haven't pulled out any guns.
2: Yeah. So far, you haven't pulled yourself out uh, of the roots. <laughs>
4: you see, uh, Arch Wizard, um,
0: Rin, uh, looks at Hardwin and goes, He's he's talking. Is that that I think that might count as interference no. with this? Might have to be null. No. Now, you're talking. You see, the king goes, Yes, I think this might be null. He's getting involved. Wait, Rin, can I see the rule book real quick? Um, no, you, uh, I'm surprised you didn't know how to read, you dirty little guy. Oh, uh-huh. uh, and you see the- Oh,
2: babe, I'm so proud. They think you're dirty. Wow.
1: Look at you walking around without shoes. What's wrong with you? Oh. Uh-huh. You insult my people. <laughs> I mage hand the book and slap him with it.
0: <laughs> Ow, they're attacking me. King, stop him. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and the king,
0: um, just looks quietly down and, um, whispers to you, Moonshine, and goes, All right, I yield.
2: <laughs> I pretend not to hear it, and I attack again.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whispering is so funny. <laughs> all
0: right, I yield. Just relax, all right? Does <laughs> a
2: 23 hit? Uh, it does.
0: As the sword swings down he yells out, I yield! I yield! I super <laughs> yield! Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Moonshine, you redirect the sword, <sighs> swing it back up. You need to catch yourself. Uh, you see he dismisses the air elemental, um, and before there are cheers, there's just a look of shock. Amongst everyone.
2: I call the roots to retreat so that he can stand up. But as soon as he stands up, I make the roots trip him one last time. (laughs) Why would you do that? I'm already at my lowest. (laughs) I don't know. Roots have a mind of their own, honestly.
0: (laughs) Fine. If this is what you all want, if you want to die in senseless wars, if you want to follow people like this whatever uh, snail elf.
2: Victor? Slug elf. Winner? what? Like this victor, this winner, you were looking for a word to title me with, so I was suggesting some options. Yes, you've won the day with your
0: outside interference using trees and all kind of things because you don't want to fight me elf on elf.
2: Can I cast heat metal on his fancy, um, on his fancy... You cast it. ah, ah."
0: Uh, He he takes it off um, and he's just in um, golden Mormon underwear. (laughs) All right, I'm
4: truly at my lowest here. Fine. Clearly I haven't been washed in some time. I resent
0: resent my titles. I will retreat in shame to my summer castle.
3: Oh, of course. My family
0: has been ruined. I'll have only my servants with me, my wife, all of my children and only a healthy amount of supporters to come with me to worship me day to day.
2: Anyone who's considering supporting him, just letting you know there is gonna be a water park where we're standing right now.
0: Uh you hear there is a giant uh, <laughs> cheer finally. Everyone cheers for Moonshine.
1: Give me an M. <laughs> M. Gimme an O. <laughs> oh. That's enough. <laughs>
3: oh, oh.
4: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Uh, everybody
0: cheers um and runs in, and Balnor and Lucanus and <gasps> Erdan and um, Oh uh,
3: so nervous! Beverly
0: and hardwine. <laughs> join you uh, hoist
4: you up as everybody cheers <laughs> ladies and gentlemen moonshine sybin the uh, keeper of the crick uh, <laughs> and the pride of the elves
3: <laughs> pride of the elves
4: pride oh. of the elves pride, pride of, the elves. of the elves
2: thank y'all pride but you know elves. you can be your own pride you know <laughs> so everyone can be their own pride i don't I like it when somebody else is the pride we're okay, saying
0: I'll that kind of pride. shit is exactly why she's the pride <laughs> Wow, he's absolutely right about that yes <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: he's right. Wow, oh. Moonshine. Moonshine, you're just better than us. Wow. Um, unlike the unlike w- the um, wizard tournament, all I feel right now is relief because I thought I super fucked up by casting Wrath of Nature. So Moonshine is just feeling relief. No,
1: it was so good. It uh, was so dirty and oh. so perfectly Moonshine. Okay. Uh, after
0: the kind of initial adrenaline boost of Moonshine having won, there is this kind of collective well what the hell do we do now and um you see lucanus um, projects his voice with a spell and he goes i believe that until we can put together a council and elect them fairly i suggest we nominate a representative from the crick and the high elves to take over in this current situation
2: i nominate mama
0: seconded uh, you hear uh kirk yells in the background
4: 30, four, wait, 50. Wait, quick, I want to be earlier on in the order. <laughs> Knock it off. 60. 16. Okay. I'll do, 17, I'll do 10. No, 20, me. 13, <laughs> me. I, I, I say it. Whatever
1: order this was. Uh,
0: my champion, uh, you, my 15th vote. Thank you. <laughs>
1: wow, that can count
0: really high.
4: <laughs> I, I am forever in your debt, mama.
0: <laughs> uh, you bow to um mama. And Lucanus continues, if anyone would question the wisdom of the Mama of the Crick, speak now. <laughs> and everyone is just, you could just hear up. I have pin my hand d-
4: so tightly wrapped around my hand.
0: <laughs> and Mama goes, Thank you all, you honor me. And Lucanus goes, Given the current situation, we should also elect someone to represent the High Elves.
3: I
2: nominate Lucanus! Lucanus! No
0: I- dad. You see, uh, Lucanus, uh, Lucanus holds his hands up. I have my responsibilities. As the headmaster, I don't think that um, I should be taking on any more. I already have bubbles.
3: Carl.
2: (laughs) (gasps) Carl.
0: So solid. Uh, You see a bunch of people murmur. I guess he's technically a T-fred. He's he's a T-fred. And like 19. People start murmuring. Um, Lucanus goes, there is someone who is as solid as Carl. (laughs) <laughs> much less extra than me and always takes time to think things through. Erdan.
2: <gasps> I would Erdan? like to nominate Erdan. Yes, I second it. You're Erdan, the main. Erdan. Oh, I don't Ooh, actually know if posters. I <laughs>
0: should be in charge. The, him not wanting to be in charge is exactly why he Again. should be in exactly. charge. Exactly, yeah, right?
2: Sure. That makes
0: sense to me. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I like him. He's kind of weird. He's got a weird skeleton cat. Skeleton cat. Skeleton cat. Oh, yeah. I not made a skeleton cat. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all in favor of Erdan's skeleton
1: cat? <laughs> Yay! And by proxy, Erdan. <laughs> Bubbles Fine. and Mama, a Bubbles big. That's Mama. a classic ticket. Um, that is a winning ticket.
2: Bubbles and Mama 2072, which is uh, the year we are in. Right. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> cheers are let out from the crowd, and you see Mama scrambles up <laughs> into, so into, the, uh, into the silver tree, the Such pride nice. of Glade Home. And she looks out onto the crowd and she goes, My people. The high elves are dead. The crick elves are dead. Oh, <laughs> okay. Long live the elves. The elves. Oh, the elves! The elves! And everybody cheers.
2: Damn, she knows just what to say. That's <laughs> Elf- so much better than just talking about water parks like I did. <laughs> what a politician she is.
4: See, that's the message, but the water parks—that's the policy.
1: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> to- You're right. I talk too much policy. <laughs> that's my issue. That's <laughs> I need sorry. sound bites.
1: To be standing in the future site of the Congressional Water Park. What an honor! Everybody cheers in the newly dubbed
0: Congressional Water Park for Mama, the new leader of the elves. Currently, wow! Could somebody help me down from here? Mama's like way too up. I rush. Rush over. Uh, Hard one runs over, bounds up the tree. Uh, uh, She gingerly steps into your palm uh, And you carry her down I place
3: her
4: into my beard (laughs) and (laughs) descend A
0: seat of honor She hangs on, uh, claws out (laughs) Um, So Moonshine has just won this duel It is only um, high noon Uh, Over the rest of the day uh, The king and the few supporters he has left Begin packing up an airship yacht. It's just a very (laughs) big, giant, ostentatious airship. And the king just goes, I cannot believe I've been left
4: destitute. (laughs) In a way, it doesn't even look like he lost that bad. I know, that's the
2: thing. Come on,
4: kids, grandkids, loving family.
2: Up oh, to the Summer Castle. That's one thing I can stand by. They definitely don't love him, oh, right? That family know. does not love him. They Unless they, they
1: love all his money, suck. that's possible. Yeah. Oh. So this is what it's like for the Sylvan percent.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. You see a bunch
0: of them um, are loading onto this airship. Um, you also see Wren. The, uh, not Rin, but Ren, the younger Ren, um, who you, um, sort of befriended in the castle, um, is joining his father who is going on the airship yacht, um, looks like he must have escaped the basement, um, and he goes up, Oh, I guess I missed a lot while I was gone, huh? (laughs) <laughs> how long have you been in the basement well i didn't have my teleportation spell so i had to um trance down there before i could get out of the basement i missed the whole party and i guess the upheaval of the government uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah um oh so uh, uh your dad said to relay a message uh you are to be uh Maverice's personal servant now
0: um no i'm leaving um my dad <laughs> says i have to go with him
1: oh
2: uh-huh.
0: well, where are
2: y'all it. going Um,
0: We're going to the king's summer castle. We have a place there, but it's not even as big. We only have like 30 servants. Five of our servants uh, turned against us. We're going to have to go there and recruit people that are native to the island who are high elves.
4: Yeah, Ren, sounds Ah. awful. Um, We're going to be here fighting the war to end all wars against uh, a goddess and a devil to save the planet. Oh, really? Ew, why?
2: You know what, Ren? I... uh... I don't. I, I haven't taken any classes in divination like a lot of your fellow students, but there is one thing I know about the future. You will always be rich in money and poor in company.
0: See, Ren looks down, and he goes, "But I could just buy friends with money." What are you trying to say to me? Uh huh.
2: <laughs> okay. Can we hit him? Yeah. <laughs> I want to bite him. You, you're can all. I, can I grapple him? <laughs>
0: sure, you go to grab him. <laughs> Whoa! I was going to say that you're all my best friends, <laughs> and you've taught me that you can be dirty and poor and ugly and stupid, and still, I wish that you would live somewhere else, but I don't actively want you to disappear. You've taught me so much. I,
2: I'll I... pickpocket him with Handy Andy. Okay. <laughs> It's a uh, 22 for Handy Andy.
0: Andy Andy scrambles up there. He has like a small bag that he has with him that um, the servants uh, aren't carrying, um, but most of his um, luggage is being carried by people. Um, but yeah, you pull out uh, nine platinum. <laughs> God, we're
4: rich. Dang. Uh, you know, Ren, I you suck a little less than we all thought. I'm Whoa. proud to call you an acquaintance. I predator handshake him.
0: Wow! <laughs> oh, okay. Wow! Weird handshake. Sure. Okay. Yeah.
4: You know. I, in the end, you were the Ren VP of the battle. Ah, <laughs> oh! I like that. I I'm think
3: puns are the pun. highest form yeah, of humor. But...
1: Can't deny it. Yeah. Ren, keep working on yourself.
3: Huh? I won't. Uh, <laughs> I don't Ren think you
4: will. <laughs> uh, joined his father. Oh, I know he won't. <laughs> yep. That's... But he did stop the city from crashing into the ocean for. A you know what? Bit. That's the okay. best we're gonna get. I think. Um, I
2: still think you were being generous with that predator handshake. <laughs>
4: I flip him <them> off. Then <laughs>
2: there we go.
0: Uh, you watch as Ren walks off and joins his other like stupid snooty family.
2: <laughs> where is the king's Where is the king's summer castle? Like, oh yeah. lay, uh, located.
0: Um, you hear them talk. It's just out into the um, sea to the west.
2: The reason I ask is because if someday Fiala's forces are invading yeah. somewhere else and wherever the king's castle is, I'm choosing somewhere else to defend. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would just feel real bummed if they were the ones that had to repopulate the entire earth. Oh, That is tragic to think of. Yeah, it's a bad thought experiment. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it really is. Discouraging, (laughs) to say the least.
0: Uh, You guys see guards that are wearing the university colors, the red and black and uh, silver, are kind of helping keep things in order. Um, They're kind of ushering the royals out uh, onto the airship, um, the ones that want to leave at least, making sure that they're not destroying any property or anything um, from uh, from the Gladehome castle. Uh, And you see uh, Lucanus, uh, you see him arguing with a meister, like this kind of um, older elf in a purple robe um, that has a bunch of like papers and scrolls and stuff. Uh, We eavesdrop. Uh, Yeah. At least I do. Uh, You guys uh, sneak up to this um, little argument. Um, You see that um, this meister has like a little raven on his shoulder. Uh, You can kind of detect that. It's gaw it's not caw-caw.
3: Um Weird. It's um, no, not
4: Kaka. Know, I know him anywhere.
0: <laughs> you can kind of tell right off the bat with the amount of like paperwork this dude has with him and the fact that he has uh, a raven on him. He also has, uh, he basically he's got like one arm full of like scrolls and stuff and another like cage full of ravens and stuff. This guy's clearly like the messenger. And you see Lucanus is arguing with him. That is is not the king's property. That is property of the kingdom. That belongs to us now. Um, no, these are the king's documents. They were given to the king at the time of his rule. We will be taking them with us.
1: Um, I want to mage hand the cage to the ravens to cause a distraction. Uh, sweet. Um, go ahead and um, I guess roll like in arc you can do sleight of hand
4: or arcana. Okay. Can uh, I what's... do percept- perception to see if any of the ravens in the cage are my raven?
2: <laughs> sure. If uh, if he if he puts the, let me know if he like, if the distraction causes him to put the um, documents down at all. Okay.
4: okay. I did roll a nat 20. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Hard one. Caca's in that cage.
3: <gasps>
4: oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 my dear God. We're going to get you out of there. <sighs> my sweet baby boy's in that cage. Uh, I, got, <laughs>
1: I got a 16.
0: I succeed. Okay. Um. Beverly, you successfully open the cage, and you see um, the ravens begin to take off, and um, this dude goes, oh, no, 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 and goes to, like, uh, shut the door of the cage as, like, a few of them have uh, flitted off, Um, and you see, uh, while he's distracted, um, Lucanus just grabs the first scroll from him.
2: If, any, if there's any other scrolls that he's put down, I want to use my ring of telekinesis.
0: Oh, yeah. He certainly dropped a bunch of papers and stuff. So you use telekinesis to, like... Okay, I to, like, want to
2: use my ring of telekinesis on anything he's dropped.
0: Um, you pull a few scrolls over to you. Um, <laughs> That's
2: the <laughs> sound telekinesis. Why?
0: Why is it wet? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that there were four ravens in there, and uh, I'm going to roll a D4 to see how many have begun flying away. Ooh. Uh, three have begun flying away. Is one of them caught? One of them is caught in the cage. Um, let me see. I'm going to roll a D4. If it's a four, Kaka's still in the cage. Otherwise, he's he's actively flying away. I'll roll it in front of you here. Uh.
4: Shit, it's a two. That's
0: uh. a two. You see Kaka is flying away with a couple other ravens. Kaka, my son! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sweet bird son of mine! All right, you know what? I'm going to cast animal friendship on Kaw. <laughs> yes!
0: Um... Hard one, you feel in your heart that Kaka (laughs) is responding to you, even though it is clear to anyone else that it is because of the animal <laughs> friendship uh, hard one you see yeah
2: uh, I, I definitely do it secretly so hard one doesn't know
0: hard one you see this uh, crow flies back uh, you could tell it was kaka because it was a little smaller than the other mm-hmm. ravens yes. Um it must have been like captured That's exactly how uh, I knew. when it uh, came to <laughs>
4: kaka had no business being in that cage
0: uh, speak to Mima. <laughs> kaka flies back and lands on your shoulder
2: I also I have to say I have to cast animal friendship with a morsel of food so I I'm kind of just like holding a little piece of bacon over Hardwon's shoulder I, I, I turn him. to Moonshine.
4: I, I have a deep connection to this bird.
0: Starts eating the bacon and then just starts going through your pack, packing out your food.
4: <laughs> it's all for you, Kaka.
1: Here, Hardwon, let me give you this ribbon of friendship and I tie Kaka to Hardwon so we won't fly away again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> bird probably asked for this. They'll never wants to be far from me again. Absolutely, it's an honor.
0: Um, and Moonshine, you, um, look at some of the papers that you were able to grab. Um, you see, um, while you're reading through these papers, you see Lucanus kind of just like casts this guy off. This guy's just a, um, Meister and Lucanus is an arch wizard. So it's very easy for him to intimidate him. Um, the guy just kind of grumbles and walks off as, um, Lucanus like looks through some of the papers trying to figure out what's going on. Moonshine, you look and you see that there are two scrolls in here that are still sealed with the Iron Deep seal, like with a hammer.
3: Whoa.
4: Oh, I know that seal.
2: Yeah, Iron One. You recognize this?
4: I do. I could probably read the contents, but why don't you go ahead? I have to tend to my, dirt, my bird.
2: Uh, Lucanus, am I allowed to open this? Or I mean, uh, my you... curiosity is getting the better of me right now. Tell
0: me to stop if I should. Uh, Lucanus walks over to you. No, we should be reading these messages from other cities. The king had this whole isolationist policy. Oh, I can't believe I he looks at the scrolls. The Messages from Iron Deep that haven't even been read.
2: Oh. Let's crack them. Yeah.
0: Uh, he grabs it from you, cracks open the scroll.
2: Bev, I'd like to do my best. To, I've been doing some practicing reading, and when I had the thinking cap on, I had like a real breakthrough. So I'd like to take a go at That's one of amazing. these. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah.
1: All sweet. right. You want to? You want to divine conquer? Yeah. 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 You cool. take
2: one, and you'll probably get through yours a lot quicker than I can. But <laughs>
1: sweet. Yeah. Lucanus um,
0: holds the paper up next to you guys. Um, you guys crack open the other one. There's two of them. Um, you see that they are identical. Like somebody sent the same message twice
1: and wasn't getting a response. The second one says, Hey, just bumping this. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> friendly uh, reminder. What is it? Like, <laughs> friendly nudge.
1: Retweet for the afternoon crowd.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Munchan, go ahead. Um, um, like
0: I said, while you had the thinking cap on, you definitely were having a breakthrough with reading. Go ahead and give me an intelligence check with advantage yeah. to read this yourself. 16. Munchan, this is written by. A dwarf, and um, you know like the dwarves of Iron Deep are kind of like very straightforward, so um, it's a, written very plainly, very simply. This isn't some like bullshit acrot letter or vampire <laughs> letter, and you're able to completely read it. Um, and um, you read that the king of Iron Deep, uh, Grimthor Maganis is calling a war council of all the free cities, and um, they're meeting at the Astral Keep, um and um this this message has been sent a couple times. So the one message says it's in 3 days, one says it's in 2, um and it's dated uh a day ago. Come and on. um Lucanus goes there hasn't been a meeting at the Astral Keep since the war against Osmodius.
2: Uh what's the Astral Keep
0: It's a uh, floating castle on the Astral Plane that serves as a neutral meeting place for the various leaders of the realm. Uh, It's not easy for entire armies to do planar travel, but it's relatively easy for a few high-level mages to bring in royals and other representatives. And um, uh, you see he starts going through the various scrolls with the Iron Deep seal, these repeat scrolls. And he goes, judging from the dates on these scrolls, it looks like this war council begins tonight.
2: I mean, uh, I'd say myself and my compatriots have quite a bit of experience in battle these days. Yeah, also planes hopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're quite comfortable going from plane to plane. We're mm-hmm. good with the jet lag and whatnot. Yep,
1: the uh, level of clothes required Yeah. or not required. Yeah,
2: we're good at packing mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. All right. We have a big well, sack. Yeah, so, I mean, we would be honored to head up there. I mean, unless I'm speaking for all of us.
4: It sounds like if the King of Iron Deep... Needs me. I want to be there. He needs us. I think we should go. Yeah. Then that's the best way to help Iron Deep.
2: Yeah. Let's do it. We volunteer.
0: All right. um, I'll go run it by Erdan. I think he'll be fine with us taking some responsibility off his plate. Um, You see Erdan is just surrounded by people and he's just like (laughs) pulling his hair out. Oh, no. I don't. I'm sort of an introvert. This is honestly my absolute nightmare. They all have ideas of where the
4: slides have to go.
3: I love
0: it. Uh, you, look, he, you see, he looks super devastated. But then you see Kaka flies over uh, and perches on Erdan's shoulder. My, my sweet boy, <laughs> and Erdan goes, "Oh, well, who's this little fella?"
4: That's that's my my I want to say pet, but it's more of a brother. Um, I've got to go to the I've got to go to the astral plane. But um, if you if you'll watch him, if he'll have that, I don't know if, he'll, if he's ready to leave my side. But I'd be honored.
2: I uh, I get rid of the animal friendship spell. <laughs> it's okay,
4: Caw. I'll be back for you like I always am. Just hiding in one of Erdan's bags.
0: Oh, this is weird. It's like he's trying to get out of the air. That doesn't make any sense.
4: <laughs> he probably doesn't want to watch me leave. He knows what's coming. Are you sure
0: you can
3: uh, but I always return.
4: With, are, you, are you sure you can deal with being apart from him? Um I've been through it before. It's tough, but I'm strong. Yeah, I was wondering, because I've,
0: I've known you for a few days now and I've mm. never seen the bird. <laughs> yes,
4: yes, yes, that's right. The bird was on a very important mission. Right. And <laughs> He ranges far and wide. It's a long story, but we have a deep connection. All right. <laughs> So, yeah, so
0: Lucanus um, runs it by Erdan. Um, Erdan is more than happy to send uh, Lucanus as the representative of uh, Glade home. Gives him, like, a little uh, sealed note uh, to say that uh, he can speak on the city's behalf.
2: Erdan, mama. I, My child. I must present you with something. Um, and I use two of Rosaline's charges oh. to make a uh, scry size. Hell yeah,
4: <laughs>
0: dope!
2: So I give each of them a scry size. Uh,
0: Mama takes it. This is rad. This is seriously <laughs> rad. And, uh, yes, this is quite rad. I'm. I think I might put it on my wall. Is
2: that okay? <laughs> Uh well yeah it's kinda of so I can get in touch with you, so Right. Yeah. All
3: right. You
1: could put you could like mount a wall phone, I Wait, guess. So I have yeah. an excuse to just
0: carry around a sigh on my belt. Yeah. And it's not weird. It's just normal this is just like Precisely. what I sh- what I should do is just have a sigh.
2: Yeah. That's I should right.
0: just like carry yeah. one around. Yeah. yeah. It looks good on it you. It looks good. Thank you. Erdan, this is the happiest you've seen urdan ever uh well good luck and i'm sure you'll bring the intelligence of the high elves and the wisdom of the cricks with you everyone's just an elf now that's right here that is correct so wise that is correct my champion you honor me you see um lucanus goes "It, it will only take a moment for me to teleport us there so you let me know when you're ready and um We'll head over. I'm gonna go um, get some of my things uh, over at the university, and um, you get ready any way you wish. Well, we'll probably need like
1: diplomatic duds, I would say. Yeah, we should go oh, shopping. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I think y'all got a Renee's here.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't know who Renee is. What is who is Renee? Take us to your Renee
0: equivalent. <laughs> I don't know Renee. Who is Renee?
2: We're looking for your fanciest tailor.
0: Fanciest tailor. Ah, I love. Fanciness, <laughs> Excelsior! Uh, uh, we got him, uh, and he uh. calls forth his mana Hwirm, um and takes you guys through like the um, nobles district, uh, and you see uh, that there is indeed a um, very fancy elven tailor there. Uh, you guys can get some um, sweet fancy duds. What what are you looking for in particular? Like a lot of medals.
2: Yeah, what do y'all think that we should wear?
4: Epaulettes. I'm. I need new boots. My. Uh, oh yeah, my shoes are a little bit uh, roomier than they used to be. Oh.
2: oh. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah,
4: I've been stuffing uh, socks in the end of them, but. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna get some new boots. I'd like a new cape. Sweet. Oh, gotta get a cape. Yeah. I got
2: my cloak. That's like it's like a starry cloak, right? Yeah. So maybe I'm gonna really lean into the moon in my name and go for some like real like nighttime garb. Ooh. Okay. Sweet. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You find some nice like black silken dress clothes
2: yeah
0: um hard one you're able to find some um nice sturdy boots at a more um sort of workman's shop cool. a little rug is <laughs> uh, and you could definitely um, there are capes of all different colors um, there's um, there are ones that are emblazoned with the um, logo of Glade home with like the um, silver tree there's like purple and gold ones there's ones that are like the university colors like red and black and silver
4: very cool I guess I'm gonna get a, a just a dark black one and uh, sew an mm in there hell yeah for nice. Mama. <laughs> oh!
2: Hell yeah! The
4: Queen's Guard. The uh, Queen's Guard. You see, the tailor
0: responds to that and goes, "Ah, oh, we can do that for you, custom. We can oh. do some arcane lettering in there if you want me to
4: customize it in any way." That sounds way better than me doing it. Actually, yes. yeah. Uh, <laughs> please don't touch. Uh,
0: don't touch the clothes. <laughs> uh, uh, use. <laughs> Uh, I was going to scratch it in there with this dagger. (laughs) Uh, You see, uh, this tailor is a bit of a wizard himself and um, uses like some arcane script to write um, mama in like a silver font. Oh, I throw uh, it over my shoulders Into
1: the uh, (laughs) cape. You put it on your back. Uh, Can I talk to the tailor? Um, I want to give them kind of the rough designs for a green knight formal uniform, but with some gray knight modifications. Okay. Basically, just like I'm picturing like a formal military garb with like, you know, like big golden epaulets, but they'd be silver. Kind of some of those uh, like chains that hang off of a a shoulder, uh, like, you know, a cloak that goes over one sleeve. (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, you know, like a side saber. Uh, you see, uh, he nods and
0: um, takes a ton of notes. <laughs> and um, but with any other tailor, this would take uh, weeks. To complete, of course. Um, but uh, this dude is a bit of a mage and is able to combine some uh, magical materials together, and um, through a spell weaves them all together. I'm gonna say, Bev, your outfit's gonna cost about 300 gold. Okay. Hard one. You probably spend about uh, 20 gold on your stuff.
2: Um, um, I'd actually like to change mine. Okay. Oh. Um, instead <laughs> of got money instead, instead of sort with. of like a pantsuit, I wanna do um a black velvet bodysuit.
0: Okay. Yes. Puts together a black velvet bodysuit for you. Uh, that, that'll just cost like 20 gold, like hard ones. Okay. Um, Balnor. I'm
2: thinking like a Beyonce one, maybe kind of.
4: <laughs> a single glove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Balnor, um, I, I know you still have to go shopping, but um, here's a little hard one me down. I don't need these anymore with my new eyes. I give Balnor my dark vision oh. goggles. <laughs> oh. Whoa.
0: Uh, Balnor puts them on. It's actually they're not super effective right now, during so the day. Today. Yeah, yeah. right on. You look though. cool though. Hey, thanks. I might just get a cape. Is that okay? Please do it, dude. Um,
2: yeah, Balnor, you should definitely get a cape.
0: Balnor gets a cool university cape. I just figured because I was like a university fan. Like I
1: kind of like like I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a fan now. You're One of these too. Yeah. You're just all right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> a college dad. Um, I want to whisper to the tailor, uh, and I slip him my old shield of arrow catching, mm-hmm. uh, and I slip a little design uh, along with it. Uh, and then when it's ready, I present a shield with a tuna emblazoned on it Whoa. to Balmore. Shield of yeah. tuna catching. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The tuna catcher. <laughs> So many cool. hand me downs today. I'm
0: so tired. Actually... The only
1: dad who gets
0: hand me downs.
2: <laughs> Can I buy? I want to buy him something new. I want to buy him one of those fish on the wall that sings, but it's tuna. <laughs> um, you see the tailor? That is
0: that is within my capabilities, but uh, how much? I must say, I'll pay whatever you need. <laughs> Two platinum too
4: platinum it is don't worry <laughs> we haven't even gotten through the wren the wren account
2: i think i'm gonna give the wren account to mama <laughs> that's
4: smart yeah yeah pay it forward
2: yeah uh
0: it does give you a what what was that called big mouth billy bass yeah
2: yeah big mouth billy tuna <laughs> gives you a big a big
0: tim timmy tuna <laughs> yeah.
2: Turbo, is...
1: Turbo Tongue, Timmy Tuna. <laughs> it
0: sings uh, "Snow Patrol." Just a
4: little piece of tuna.
2: <laughs> if I lay here, if I just lay here,
4: I dance my heart out.
2: If I fillet here, if I fillet here, <laughs> if I fillet here, if I just
0: fillet here, Balnor is laughing his ass off. <laughs> 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 See, not
2: every everything. Just like Tammy the does. song
0: the tuna sings, it's freaking hilarious, man. To hand me up.
4: We're going to live to regret this purchase.
0: (laughs) Instantly plays it again. If I play here, if I just play here. This is so funny. It just never gets old. It's crazy how it never gets old. It's magic, but it only knows one song. Plays it two more times, uh, and then goes, all right, that's enough. Puts it in the bag. You hear it gets rocked in the bag. It starts playing again. If I play here, if I just play here. Dear God, what have we done? Would you hang on? Let me uh, d- turn the bag this way. If I play here, what horror have we unleashed right, upon I'm ourselves? I'm gonna go if I just play here. Ooh, I want to show my mom all our new outfits. Oh, so, um, well, Scry is the one. Is one. Yeah, way. you kind
2: of oh. just spy on your mom. Okay.
1: Well, um,
2: <laughs> what if we got together, um, mm-hmm. took a little, like, had a little painting done of us, and then sent an animal messenger to her?
1: That's great. Uh, Do we see like a caricature artist anywhere? <laughs> Um,
2: there are
0: certainly crick caricature artists. (laughs) You walk back away from the nobles. You mean uh, just
2: an artist. You call him artist down at the crick.
0: And you see that, uh, Cooter is getting his portrait done. With uh, his new girlfriend. With, uh, his new (laughs) high elven girlfriend. Um, (laughs) she is drawn, um, with super big muscles, um, as Tarzan. And he is Jane in her arms, uh, as they swing through the jungle. That is hilarious, babe. Yeah, I know. It's fucking funny as shit. Look at us.
2: <laughs> Damn, I love this story of Cooter. <laughs> What's Cooter's new girlfriend's name? <laughs> hey, y'all, this
0: is my new wife.
2: <laughs> oh, <Hi>? What? <laughs> Cirilla? Cirilla? Spirilla? 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 Spirilla. Spirilla. Did you say what? <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> Cooter, yeah. you dog. Uh, you have a you have a crick wedding. You know, you say you want to get married. She says she wants to get married. It was the most wild night of my life. <laughs> it's like they
4: got married in Vegas.
1: <laughs> you no, know,
0: winning glade home. Mary
1: Ohio. <laughs> yep, that's what the throw pillow in our stump says. Yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, you see one of the trees is doing caricature art.
2: Moonshine, you want one of, one of my fancy paintings? Yeah, can you do one of your oil paintings on me and my friends? Uh, I can do
0: one with the fancy sticks. Uh, he basically has crayons. Yeah. That
2: are just- yeah. <laughs> If All you right. don't mind busting out and sharpening up them fancy stuff. Oh,
0: you want me to sharpen them up? Well, that's yeah. going to cost you ten brown leaves.
2: Okay. You know what? I'm going to give you twenty.
0: All right. Because that's
2: how good I want it to be.
0: Um, Petrie sharpens his crayons. <laughs> um, and does a fine
2: material them crayons. You know what?
0: I'm going to roll and see how good of a good of a job Petrie does. Please
2: not twenty. Please not twenty. Please
0: uh, not 20. natural seventeen.
2: Petrie oh, does a pretty damn good
0: job. Dang. Wow. It is it is boardwalk style, mm. so it is a caricature mm. like. Uh, uh, hard one. Your ears are really big uh, this from is being a offensive.
3: <laughs>
0: I do have big feet. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> Bev's feet are super big, and him and Balnor are super short. Um, Moonshine has a football for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd try to use a football player.
2: I like it honestly. <laughs>
0: All right, so we just bundle yeah. this up, and then
2: I got an animal. I, I cast Animal Messenger to awesome. send it back.
0: <laughs> Sweet. Um, uh, uh, you see, um, a wise owl flies in, takes your very stupid picture, and <laughs> begins flying it towards Hill
1: Go with honor towards your sacred purpose.
2: <laughs> um, Ooh, and then before who? we Why? leave, <laughs> who? before we leave, Hard one, I was wondering if you could deliver this very important parcel to uh, Mama, and it's Ren's platinum.
4: It would be my honor. I walk over to Mama and bow deeply. My
0: champion, you bow to no one.
4: I bow to the one true queen. Wow,
0: nice cape. That is amazing.
4: (laughs) Oh, do you like it? I I love it. Got it expressly to impress you. I'm extremely impressed. I come bearing a gift from Moonshine. Uh, you present the platinum. Um... It's
2: fourteen platinum. It was sixteen, but I spent two on <laughs> Billy the Tuna. Oh my God! <laughs>
4: I know you have many slides to build. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, this will go a long way towards <laughs> towards building the parliamentary
3: water park.
4: <laughs> One day in happier times, when there's peace upon this world. I would love to slide down a water slide (laughs) with you on my lap, my queen. (laughs) We wouldn't even need a double tube. You could just be in a regular tube, and I could sit in your
0: lap.
1: (laughs) Wise, graceful, and hilarious. She licks your face. (laughs) I long for a day when the only waves of conflict in this world are those in the wave pool.
2: (laughs) Beautiful, Bev. Put that on a plaque for when, right when you enter the uh, water park.
1: Please.
0: <laughs> so you guys say your goodbyes to um, Mama and Erdan. You go back to your stupendous stump. Um, and is there anything else you would like to do before you leave?
2: I'm going to slide into a little trance because I've been kind of... Uh, You've earned it. I've been spending my spells yeah. like they uh, were burning a hole in my pocket today.
4: <laughs> you know, I actually, I, I, I'm, I'm a little sleepy. I might trance as well. <laughs> Hard one takes a four-hour nap. <laughs> <laughs> Just gets fully nude. <laughs> hard, one had
0: to, hard one had to wake up at 10.30 today. <laughs> Freaking Erdan
1: showed up. I tranced
0: so hard, man. I was fucking out. Um, so Moonshine uh, takes her
2: trance. trance. You
0: guys rest up. Um, sun begins to go down, and um, Lucanus um, shows up in your stump.
4: Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Are we ready, everyone? Hey, Lucanus. Hey,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Let's do it. Let's go to the astral plane. All right. To the
0: cosmos. Oh. Yeah. Too.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah lifts, to the cosmos. Lifts
0: his arm up. Um, right on. Casts a teleportation spell on um, the three of you and Balnor and Pawpaw, of course. Natch, And you guys oh. whoosh, disappear out of your stupendous stump and arrive in a strange world out in open space what? of purple... Silver skies. Um, you John, guys, your
4: cloaks look, it looks cool here. Yeah,
2: it in. It's cool. I'm wearing in the dark. camel of the stars.
0: <laughs> what do? You, how do you guys think my cape looks? You see, um, Balnor jostles the bag and you hear,
2: If I play here,
0: <laughs> Jeez, if Christ, I just lay, It's kind of taking the magic you know, out of this spot. Still. If I just play here, the, take the out the battery. All All right, right, take out the battery. I'll, <laughs> t- I'll try to Christ. take it. Touches it as it, if <laughs> I
2: just play here. <laughs> I can't believe I paid <laughs> two fucking platinum for that.
0: <laughs> so you guys know so you guys know that <laughs> Somewhere Momo doesn't have quite enough money. <laughs> the slide doesn't finish. What? Uh, so you guys know um, the astral plane is the sort of planar space between the inner and the outer planes. Um so to describe it in kind of simpler terms, think of the entire like worldscape as an atom. The outer planes where like Pelor and like the more powerful gods are are like the electrons way on the outside. Then the nucleus is the material plane and it's um reflections like Shadowfell and the Feywild and then in the middle there is like the astral plane just kind of filling in the space. Mm. Um, so you guys see um, you're in the strange world with purple silver skies. Uh, you see glowing white lights that look like distant stars, and you are floating here. It feels sort of like the lucid dream uh, you had with the void dragon, um, but there's something to the gravity here. It's not nearly as hard to fly as it was when you were doing that like intelligence test. Um, you kind of merely think about where you're going, and then you begin to float there. It takes a little getting used to. You're still like moving your legs. Uh, Beverly thinks about being tall. Um, That doesn't do anything. Uh, You just start moving. (laughs) You just start flying up.
2: Moonshine just keeps running into a wall. (laughs)
0: Well, how around are we doing that,
2: yeah, I don't know. There,
0: there are like no walls here at all. You, you like hit a meteor. Like, how are you bumping wow. into anything? That was the I'm odds telling of... you.
2: I think it's I, it's not my fault. I think it's uh, something's broken up here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, hang on, Moonshine. You got to go this way. Bumps in the bag. If I play here, I thought we so took the battle. I, I I thought I did. Oh, no. It's magic. You had the guy created out of is there, magic. Is there a soul in there?
4: <laughs> if it goes off one more time,
2: I'm taking oh, I my it.
0: I know. Hammer it's a tuna.
3: It. It's the soul of a it? tuna. Uh, so, you
0: guys see around you is mostly nothingness, except tiny bits of stone and debris floating. Uh, your eye is drawn to a big floating rock, moving slowly like an asteroid through space. Atop it is a keep the Astral Keep um, uh, that was referred to in the note. Uh, It seems to be melded by the same material that produces the asteroid. Um, This very dark brown color, almost black and Lucanus leads you guys, you um, just think about going that way and you're able to fly forward. Kind of like the Void Dragon thing, you can use your intelligence to go faster. So you can do like intelligence rolls if you want to like zip super fast. Otherwise, you can just kind of move your speed. I kind should of we...
2: want to be bad for a little okay. bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Personally.
4: Hard one, you want to race? Uh, yeah, you Yay. don't want to go up against my intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you yeah, guys
2: should definitely it. race. All right, I'll race too. We're going <laughs> to fucking race, yeah. yeah. Found
0: all right, let's race, Lucanus. Very well, Excelsior. <laughs>
1: <gasps> nat twenty. Oh, Sweetie! yeah! Yippee, skippy! Yippee, skippy! The best use of a nat twenty ever. Uh,
4: Mo- I'm What you got? Fifteen. What I you got, got a twelve, but I have a minus one to it- intelligence, oh my God. and I have an eleven.
0: <laughs> uh, you see. You guys shoot off, um, Balnor and Hard one lagging behind hard. Um, they bump into each other. If I play here, Jesus. I, can, I this can't have, I, this thing. is not my do we wanna to to destroy Do it. we wanna just throw into space? We can just throw into <laughs> space
2: Hey Aspen. To All right, Dessie, we gotta
0: keep it. If we're deciding to keep it, we gotta
1: live with it.
2: Look, why don't we just put it up in the in the stupendous stuff, okay? Wait, hold on.
1: okay. I got an idea. Um, yeah. I pull it out of the bag. I shove a sock in its mouth. <laughs> um, sock goes
0: in its mouth. Um, uh, you see, um, that was Loonchine, my sock. Moonshine <laughs> is Didn't in uh, third place. Lucanus and Beverly rocket forward. Um, as you guys get close to the keep, Bev, you click your yippy skippy boots together and <laughs> bust Whew. out just a little bit past Lucanus. Um, I think Make a toad noise, um, and, Wahoo! and land first. And Lucanus goes, ah, "You cheated! That was cheap! That was cheap with what? the boots." What is it with the elves and cheating? Give me your boots. What's your deal? You think everything is rigged? What? This is an intelligence contest. How dare you? How dare you, boy? You have charisma. You have charisma. You guys go over, and Lucanus is like getting really heated. <laughs> okay, easy. What?
2: Pops, I love seeing you be petty and Uh, small.
4: (laughs) That's a dirty daddy.
2: That's a dirty daddy. That's
0: a dirty daddy. (laughs) Um, So you guys are at this big um, stone keep. Um, So you guys enter the keep, and you see servants from Iron Deep um, wearing simple gray robes. Iron Deep was the one that called the meeting, so it seems they probably brought more people, brought along some help. Um, and the dwarf greeting you, hard one, um, <laughs> is a dwarf that you know who used to be a dwarf in, um, named Nerman. Um, <laughs> and you know him from the dwarfinage. Uh, this was a dwarf who got you. You did that like cowardly teen thing where the one kid who was nice to you, you were mean to him so that oh you could be cool
4: with the cool kids. Shit, that's nerdy
3: Nerman.
0: (laughs) Um, He looks really buff. Walks over, doesn't totally recognize you because you're a half-elf now, um, and he um, looks kind of confused at um, the sort of weird mix of party, and he goes, um, hi, uh, can can I help you? Uh, who are you representing? And Lucanus uh, goes, we are representing Gladehome. And um, Nerman's eyes kind of go wide and he goes, oh, well, the king will be quite happy to have you. We weren't expecting the high elves to be here. Uh, and then you see- It's actually um,
2: just the elves now. Oh, huh, yeah.
0: interesting. Uh, you see Nerman um, looks over at you, hard one. Huh, you look like a guy that I grew up with, but a little different.
4: I say uh, in dwarven, same guy.
0: (laughs) Hard one. You look great, man. You look super cool. Hey, you look
4: good too, man. Wow, you still you still digging
0: further into iron deep than any than any man or dwarf before
4: him. Easy
0: does it. Easy does it. (laughs) Yeah, he is. uh, He starts like, hey guys, it's hard one. Hard one's back. You see a few of the servants because like. These are dwarves who aren't very connected, so they end up becoming servants. So you do know, you recognize some faces. You probably recognize about a quarter of these dudes as being wow. from the dwarfinage. Um, they go, uh, There's uh, there's old Nerman and Hard One, best friends. So uh, there he is talking <laughs> up his friend. Yeah, we were pretty close back then, huh, Hard One?
4: I'm, I'm feeling really conflicted. Look at right him, now. my tall
0: friend.
2: ha. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Big hard one and little Nerman. You know what? Yeah, it's me and Nerman. Nerman's the man. Nerman, you must know so many stories about hard one at the Dwarfenage. Oh,
2: regale us, Nerman.
4: Yeah, so. Cool it. Cool it. We have a war council to attend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch up soon. Nerman, I, I, owe you, uh, I owe you an apology, but I'll give it to you later.
0: Uh, <laughs> just Jeez. like one of those. One of those just dudes that is so friendly that isn't even really aware when people are being mean to him. Just like, yeah, I don't know. We were really good friends. I don't know what you owe me an apology for. Not keeping in touch, I guess.
4: (laughs) I I give uh, Nerman our secret, secret handshake, (laughs) which is just sort of nodding at each other because I don't want the other people to see me
3: touching. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, You see, Nerman... um, takes you guys uh, through a simple stone passage that feels more like a cave than a hallway. Um, He takes you up some stairs and into a little alcove. Uh, These box seats with a balcony that makes it almost feel like a theater. Uh, There are chairs and a small table, lanterns burning white light. Uh, They light up the alcove and the room at large. You guys look over the railing um, into the room below and see that it's essentially um, this big cavern with all of these boxes. Um, outside of each one is a banner for each of the cities. You see that more than half of the boxes are empty with flags from Galadoron and Esri, basically any city or smaller town uh, that is on the east side of the main continent. You look across the big cavernous room um, and you see sitting uh, with the Iron Deep representatives is Mima. Um, because she yeah. was, uh, she yeah. went to Iron Deep. Uh, so you see, she's kind of helping advise uh, King Grimthor McGannis. Uh You also see, along with them, is uh, Jaina Bronzebeard and Ulfgar. Uh, oh, even though they were up, crew. they were up in Frostwind, um, but um, they're both from Iron Deep. So when um, they came together here, they went and sat uh, in the Iron Deep section. Um, you see, King Grimthor McGannis, um wearing a breastplate and a um, white cape. He's this older dwarf. With a gray beard and a king's hammer at his side. Um, you also see, joined by a bunch of guards and attendants, is King Cyrus Coldane from Frostwind. He wears a blue cape with a breastplate of ornate platinum. Uh, Frostwind is way richer and way better off than Iron Deep. Um, his skin is light purple and his beard is pure white. This is Gerard Coldane's father. Mm. And you also see um, with him is the um, paler prince, Gerard Coldain's <laughs> younger brother, Cyril Coldain, um, who just kind of looks like this um, wienery little dwarf who- um, Identical to his brother, <laughs> truly. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: who just kind of like looks off board, just kind of this spoiled um, dwarven kid who, who doesn't seem like a very good fighter. Um, you see that there are also lesser lords and reeves of smaller cities as well, um, but the dwarves are kind of the main military forces here you know the crick and glade home you guys are basically representing them so there's really no other elves but still there are hundreds of people here many representatives guards champions and advisors Starspawn. um there are no star <laughs> spawn there um, but yeah there are like smaller cities and stuff that um aren't as big as like big capitals like iron deep and Frostwind and things like that
1: are there any Pebblepots in
3: attendance?
0: Yes, um, Dolores Pebblepot um, is there on Ooh. behalf of the Hill Home Halflings. Do
2: they look like they're avoiding the edge of the opera box?
0: Um, she is. <laughs> she is just straight up sitting in the Iron Deep section um <laughs> probably is, does not trust her guards or servants to um properly guard her so you do see that the hill home section is empty because she's crowded. <laughs> <those. laughs> this checks out uh and you uh i'm gonna go ahead and um have me ma do a perception check Ooh. That's a nat one. Mima does not see you guys. No. Um, she looks
2: pretty. We wave at her? I drop sure. a titty. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I won't make a scene. Okay. I won't make a scene. Um, so yeah, Maybe I could, right? I mean, a war council sounds kind of serious, but Meemaw!
0: <laughs> <laughs> you yell out across the cavern. It echoes. <laughs> you see everyone was just kind of like very serious and quietly um, talking amongst themselves. And Lucanus goes, oh, uh, Moonshine, don't. And you hear from across, Moonshine, what are you doing here?
2: Well, I won the, I won the wizard tourney, now I'm here. Oh, look at you, you yeah. winning the wizard tournament. Check out my new black velvet jumpsuit bodysuit. Oh, that's cool as hell, Moonshine. Yeah. I'm so proud
0: of you. Yeah. How I'm are you like a, I'm like a hog and shit over here, uh, just <laughs> echoing through the cavern. <laughs> all right, Jolene, that's enough, I think. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah,
2: don't tell her what to do. <laughs> don't. T-
0: t- yeah, you tell that father of yours to back off. I, I don't will, even know I why will. he's here.
2: I'll tell you, I will.
0: All right, everyone, stop. <laughs> just all, oh, there's just this giant scene um, echoing through the cavern.
4: I bump into Balnor's bag. <laughs>
0: Uh, if, I, <laughs> if I play here, it echoes so much. Balnor <laughs> drops it off the alcove
3: uh, no, and it drops. I used telekinesis <laughs> to get it back.
0: As you use telekinesis, the button is forced down. Oh, no. So it does, it does play fully through as the rest of the room is completely silent. Uh, it plays fully through again as you pull it back. Where did the sock go? Did it eat it? I'm so confused.
4: <laughs> I give a 10 second long blink.
0: Uh, Everyone is uh, super quiet and embarrassed. Uh, You guys see um, uh, uh, Jaina Bronzebeard and Ulfgar give you guys like little nods without making as much of a scene. After everyone is settled, you see the Iron Deep box (laughs) separates itself from the wall and levitates to the center of the room. Um, You can imagine it works not dissimilarly to how you're able to fly yourselves here. Um, if you are if you have like mental power strong enough, uh, you could probably move some rocks along with you. Ooh. And you see everyone quiets down as King Grimthor McGannis and his advisors um, take center stage in the middle of the room on this floating platform. And King McGanus addresses the room with a big booming voice that echoes throughout the cave. People of the free cities, the chosen are marching on iron deep. They'll be at our doorstep in a few days' time. We don't have enough soldiers to face them head-on, but we're likely to face a siege if we don't. I'm asking for your help. We can attack them when they're traveling through the Eastern Valleys. They have airships, so we won't be at a complete advantage, but it's our only hope. And you hear King Kuldain. Speaks And it's just, there's this natural projection to the room just because you're in this big cavern. So kind of any small noise is pretty loud. So everybody's being very quiet. And when people talk, it's just like projecting super loudly. And you see from his box, um, King Coldain speaks up and he goes, We do not care about Chosen. Devil killed my son. There are reports that orcs are gathering in Osmodia south of you. That is problem number one. Um, and Meganus goes, I agree that Asmodia is a problem itself, but the Chosen are at our doorstep. Perhaps then the summer Dwarfs should not have holed themselves up in the mountain where they could just be stuck. Could it be regular city then, huh? Uh, you see some of the frost Dwarfs laugh. Um, and, um, King, uh, Grimthor Meganus, uh, just kind of looks upset. And suddenly you hear another voice go, I don't agree with the way that he's saying it, but I have to concur with King Coldain. Um You see another box removes itself from the cave wall, uh, and you see Meganis um, kind of just sighs, and the Iron Deep alcove um, rejoins the wall. This other little rock island floats towards the center. Um, this is a representative from a small port city called Romasit. Um, which translates from Elvish into Storm City. It's south of Gladeholm. Their banner is aquamarine with a white wheel. The representative is a woman with a fancy billowy hat, a finely made red cloak and baggy trousers. She carries a cutlass at her side. Um, Looks like a mix of a merchant and a pirate with long black hair and gray streaks.
2: I'm in love.
0: (laughs) Um, You guys can go ahead and give me history checks um, to see if you would know who this is.
2: Eighteen.
0: Fifteen. Thirteen. Um, hard one. You have heard of her because you are from the western side of Bohemia. You are from Iron Deep. And um, a lot of, like, iron workers and, um, you know, blacksmiths and stuff definitely send things down to Ramasit. Um, so you would know this as Mesna Valtrick. This is Mesna Valtric. She's amazing. Um, and you see um, Mesna addresses the crowd. Ramasit is closer to Asmodia than any of the major cities. They are gathering an army. What exactly they're up to, we don't know. Any scouts we've sent haven't come back. But we have all gotten word that Ilsaid is alive in the Nine Hells. What else would these orcs be doing but helping him? We don't know the extent of Ilsaid's powers currently, but a normal necromancer can raise the dead. What could a necromancer demigod do? The devil wants to destroy all life on earth. The Allah wants to rule us. Which would you rather have? Um, And you hear kind of a collective, confused murmur from people. And she goes, now, now, I'm not saying anything long-term, but I propose that we work with the chosen temporarily to deal with this ill-said problem. Um, and you see the dwarves of Iron Deep are very upset about this, but everyone else um, is just kind of quiet.
4: <sighs> that sounds like a really dumb plan. <laughs> um, Hardly. Yeah.
0: Uh, your voice I echoes through the cave, and you see Mesna looks confused. Uh, you you do see that, um, and you would know this because you you've heard of her. She is a half elf. There are a lot of half elves in um, Ramisit, um, because you know Gladehome. Um, before you guys got to it was very much about like the pure blood of the high elves and stuff so there are a lot of half elves that have um, settled there in this port city and um, they come there with nothing and then they're able to become merchants or, or they become pirates or something like that um, she looks up at you and she goes sorry to be presumptuous but uh, from the looks of your beard my half elven brother you couldn't possibly be from Gladeholm
4: you know I'm from Iron Deep actually Um, and,
0: uh, you see, um, Ulfgar starts, um, bashing, uh, his axe, uh, like, the handle of his axe on the ground, and you see, like, a few of the, um, guards and stuff and people that are with, um, that are probably more, like, royal dudes who used to make fun of you see Ulfgar kind of banging his weapon, and they start banging it in support of you.
4: I raise my fist at
0: Ulfgar. (laughs) Yeah, brother. And, uh, Lucanus goes... He is part of my traveling party, and I am the representative from Glade home. and I grant him permission to speak on our behalf.
2: Yeah, and I also agree with what he said, <laughs> y- y- despite how nice you look.
0: Um, you see um, <laughs> King Coldain speaks up, <laughs> and he goes, I might have to agree with our friend from Ramasith here. And you see uh, the dwarves from Iron Deep are like groaning and uh, uh, getting all angry. Um, and he goes... I, I pray to only one god. That is Moradin, creator of dwarves. However, if the other does not make me bend the knee, if we just work together for military operation, I would be open to it. Um, and you hear some of the other um, smaller cities and stuff um, begin kind of murmuring in agreement. Um, and you see Meemaw... Um, from the Iron Deep platform, speaks up, and she goes, We can't trust the Chosen after everything they've tried to do. Look, there are other allies we haven't considered. What if we went up and tried to broker a deal with the Giants? What if we... And you hear instantly, Kaldans is like, Oh, yes, Frostwind, go talk to Giants. We have been at war with them since they have existed. Maybe you, you all, living in summer, forget what the Giants did. Giants attack my wall every day.
2: What about the Fae?
0: You see um Mima agrees like yeah and um everybody kind of murmurs in confusion We uh, got some
2: fae that some fae first. <laughs> I, wink, uh, I wink at the woman <laughs> uh,
0: you, you see um you see uh, Grimthor Meganis uh, the king goes why would the eladrin of the fae wild help us
1: We're not talking about the eladrin We're talking about all of the refugees of Galaderon that went there and have been multiplying and growing in strength over the Feywild years. There's a whole force and untapped potential there.
2: But also the Eladrin, actually. I do think that we could get enlist them because yeah. we did a, a big favor there.
1: I think you and my friend Moonshine should discuss it privately.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I'll discuss it. Mesna. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Mesna waves her
0: hands. Look, it, it would be... Wonderful if in some fairy tale world, some Aladrin would swoop in out of nowhere. That's exactly s- what
1: the Feywild is.
0: Yes, that is exactly what the Feywild it is. It is a world of dreams, but we need to live in the now. Even with Aladrin or their fancy little games, who knows if we'd even be able to trust them, okay? What about a we
2: monster ha- caravan in the Shadowfell? My associate here happens to be very tight with the Lord of the Shadowfell.
4: Oh yeah, that's true. She's my mommy.
0: <laughs> um you see um there's a general kind of murmur of confusion. Um and then you see these very pale, weird people with bald heads um lean forward. He is telling the truth. <laughs> we have spoken to the shadows.
2: <laughs> That's
4: right.
1: Look, the Stormborn yo, is queen of Shadowfell. He does not lie. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, who do you represent?
2: Yeah, what are My you? My fine sirs
1: and
0: madams. <laughs> These guys are from like an underground necromancy guild oh. in Ezri, oh. that oh, so um, cool. at one time might have been kind of bad guys, um, but now they they actively hate the chosen um, and they don't worship the devil or anything, so they're not really on Osmodeus' side either.
4: Okay, look, nobody nobody likes the devil. We can all agree on that.
0: <laughs> Everyone starts
4: saying, <laughs> so, yes, yeah, yeah. agreed, devil Woo! is bad. We're not going to be able to fight the devil if you let Theala pick off our allies one by one. What do you think happens after she takes Iron Deep?
0: There doesn't have to be bloodshed is what I'm saying. If we broker some sort of deal. You don't deal, broker we...
4: a deal with someone who calls themselves a god.
0: Uh, You see Mesna just kind of sighs and goes, I don't want to be caught in between these two forces. I'm only
4: looking out for my people, and I'm sure a lot of you are too. Everyone is out here looking out for their people, and that's the goddamn problem. Yeah. We gotta look out for everybody, otherwise we're all fucked.
2: Ain't that the truth.
0: Uh, you hear uh, Jaina Bronzebeard, here, here! Um, and a bunch of other people go, here, here, start. Here, here, here.
2: right on. I, I bang a Lutonis. javelin
0: against the floor <laughs> yeah. and accidentally drop it into the abyss. <laughs> 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 it falls. Balnor goes to try to grab it. It. The, the The Billy Bass, uh, <laughs> <laughs> far, the, the Tommy Tuna falls out. God
1: damn it, Balnor. If I play
0: here, <laughs> <laughs> is this oh, really geez.
1: who we're trusting? <laughs> I know that... Allying ourselves with the Allah seems like a good choice. I myself am a paladin and I'm I wield the holy arts as well, and I see how you would be tempted by their abilities. They're masterful demon slayers by trade, but that's the easy way. And that will lead us further down the path of destruction than you could ever imagine. Um, you see,
0: um Mesna kinda of just lowers her head. Um a lot of people kind of like murmur in agreement. Um, and you see Lucanus walks forward and he goes, And I'm sure many of you weren't expecting Gladehome to show up here, but you have the elves. You have the elves, you have the Wild, you have Shadowfell. And um, you see, like, Iron Deep is starting to look a little bit more confident. And Cyrus Koldain, um, the uh, King Coldane, is not, like, a bad guy. He's just kind of pragmatic. And just, you can tell he really wants revenge on um, Acherod. He was kind of clearly filled in by Jaina and Ulfgar when they got back to Frostwind.
4: Coldane, you can trust us. We want, we want revenge, too. Yeah. Beverly. More than anything, my father was taken
1: by the Nine Hells. This is personal for me. As personal as it is for all of you. Um, Bev, go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage. Persuasion? Yep. Okay. Uh, 26. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: He's a good um, boy. You see... Coldain... nods... Nine Hells, take your father.
1: Yes. There's a chance I'll never get him back.
0: Um. Uh, you see, Coldain just kind of nods to himself, and Mesna goes, "Look, we can all have our emotional sob stories and whatnot, but I'm a realist, okay?" She's so
2: callous.
3: I love
0: it. <laughs> Look, why don't we put it down to a vote?
3: Yeah. Sure. I'll do no um, yeah.
0: everyone agrees everyone agrees to a vote. Um everybody um bangs their javelins and hammers and axes and swords. So Mesna begins going um city by city. Um, you see a few of the smaller cities that are definitely afraid um, of the Yalan stuff vote yay, votes to go with the Allah. Um, I'm
2: writing their names down.
0: <laughs> um Iron Deep, of course, votes nay. Um they go for you guys. Fuck the Allah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Iron Deep um, bangs their bangs their weapons. Um, they go through. It is mostly nay at this point, but um, it gets to Frostwind, and you know that there are a lot of eyes on King Cyrus Coldane because he is the biggest army. A lot of people will fall into line, um, kind of based on what he does, and he takes a long think about it, and then he looks up at Beverly. I nod at him. And then he looks at the room and he goes, Ugh. Nay.
3: Yes! yes. Yeah! <laughs>
0: I lose another javelin. (laughs) it falls over.
2: (laughs) If I play here,
0: I don't know. I think he magically enchanted this. Mootire, we have to
1: return
2: it. Yeah, but we return it, I only get half my platinum back.
0: (laughs) I'm begging you. (laughs) Um, So you see Mesna shakes her head, and she goes, (sighs) if you can't listen to reason then you will just have to be eliminated.
4: Sinners! I voice fucking knew booms. it. <laughs> you see,
0: no! Mesna transforms from her pirate merchant look into a woman with yellow blonde hair and bright plate mail painted with white with a gold sword painted on the front. Two wings sprout from Theala's back and the other four attendants on her platform transform into chosen angels. You see, servants and attendants in each of the boxes reveal themselves as chosen angels and begin attack the lords and their guards, and the lesser ones just get red to right there. They're just, a, like, too weak to stop. I throw a javelin. Uh, who do you throw a javelin at? Theala. <laughs> Sweet. Um, yeah, go ahead and throw a javelin at Theala.
4: Oh, dear, I'm gonna get fucked, aren't I? <laughs> An 11?
0: 11? Um, you throw a javelin at Theala, she... Catches it in her hand um, oh. and just tosses it to the side. You see, Ulfgar roars and leaps from the platform down into the middle towards Theala, just fucking devil may care. Theala, we finish this now! Um, you see as angels flood into the boxes, Jaina Bronzebeard draws her hammer and um, like holds uh, King Meganus back. Um, Meemaw turns into a bear and leaps forward, grabbing one by the neck. Um, two angels begin charging in towards your box and um, Lucanus holds up his hand. I can deal with these two.
2: Uh, I'm going to fungal form and fly my way to Theala.
0: Everybody jumping in the fight with Theala? Yeah, Thiala. I want
4: to call my dwarf daddies as I fly in.
0: So you guys all dive from the balcony joining ulfgar as you converge on theala and her angels in the middle um, you see as you go to engage her she has a hammer at her side and a shield on her back but instead she elects to pull out two great swords normally a one-handed weapon she easily wields one in each hand god damn it and that's where we'll end
1: our episode
2: <laughs> oh! I cannot believe we are here!
1: Fuck this god!
2: Uh, yeah for real god right. damn
1: it god damn it. you her. Know, maybe she'll yeah. come
2: around and then I could still kind of date her or something you gotta like stop trying time. to rehabilitate right, right, demigods right. as long yeah, as she'll go right, back to
4: that right. salt of the earth half belt <laughs> from I'm just state. saying the
2: pirate guard was doing it for me and the streak of gray hair <laughs>
0: mm, yeah. what okay guys um thank you guys so much for listening go on over to our patreon um, patreon.com nadpod that's n-a-d-d-p-o-d to listen to our short rest yeah. oh, don't yeah. sing yet please yeah. please just don't sing yet Promise. um uh Guys, uh, play here. we have, <laughs> if filet here, um, we've got some things to plug. Um, our shows are coming up next week, so if you haven't gotten tickets by now, you might be shit out of luck, but I think there's still tickets left for our New York show, so um, September 12th, we're gonna be in New York. Um, We'll see you guys soon. We're super excited for our Natterfly Effect tour. Um, Thank you guys so much. Um, Check out um, Hot Date is coming back to Pop TV for a second season. September 20th. September 20th, um, you can watch episodes uh, live when they come out on Pop TV. Um, We're gonna be having two come out every week, Um, or you can just go to the Pop... Now app and um, watch all 10 episodes the day they drop. Why not? Caldwell, you got anything to plug?
1: Just house those eppies. <sighs> Um, I would like to plug our P.O. box and all the wonderful gifts we've received there. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I got a long list. Hope that's all right with y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you very much to Champagne, who sent us lovely letters and painted minis of Balnor and Old Cobb. Uh, delicately crafted
2: they're beautiful
1: Adam and Jessica R uh, sent us Kritzberg shirts in the Fraser font Can oh. I cannot wait to don that shit <laughs>
2: we were recording with who? Were, we were recording with Zach at uh-huh. the time and for a second he was confused and then we were like Orc Fraser, remember Adam Conover's <laughs> character and then he Come was on. fully on board catch up
1: uh, they also sent us a Steelers pawpaw. That's pawpaw with a Steelers jersey. It's cute as hell. I'll bring him to the game. <laughs> you got it. Especially moonshines. It's going to get <laughs> beer spilled all over him. Uh, thank you to Mel for some amazing marker drawings of hard one uh, saying, what do we say to the god of death? Watch this.
2: Yeah, buddy.
1: <laughs> uh, also one of him falling in the mud and a hand-drawn. <laughs> I threw that one away. <laughs> Just kidding. I love that one too. And a hand-drawn pawpaw card. Uh, oh, you can find more so of Mel's precious. work at lady blah blah on Instagram. Uh thank you to Chris H for sending a bunch of Pittsburgh supplies. People are excited about Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, uh
2: people I'm I'm excited about Pittsburgh. Hell
1: yeah. Uh Chris sent us a dice bag, a terrible towel, uh, a neighborhood guide and a collection of local phrases. Thanks Chris. Yin's Pittsburghians are good folk. <laughs> Oh, Chris H. also sent us a stuffed ram in memory of Ryan. Uh, (laughs) That
2: is the softest little stuffed animal I've ever held. That's what I'm bringing to the Steelers Mm. game. (laughs) Yeah,
1: We're all going to be at the Steelers game with stuffed (laughs) animals. Uh, animals. animals. Just brutally beaten by the Steelers fans. (laughs) Uh, it is uh, Veal Soft, but Hard One. Please do not eat it.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, Guardian of Light, Zach H, sent us a Dungeons & Dragons DVD double feature. That's yes, That's the baby. D&D movie with, I believe, Marlon Wayans. <laughs>
2: sure. Spoil me. Spoil we me. We
1: are
4: absolutely doing that, yeah. right? We, gotta, we, gotta, we have to. to.
1: Yeah. yeah, no question. And then also the sequel, the straight-to-DVD sequel, Dungeons & Dragons, Wrath of the Dragon God. So awesome. we got that one yeah. to look forward to as well um joseph p sent an old navy gift card for Merv. <laughs> god damn it
2: that's so thank funny. you joseph p i cannot wait to take you shopping i'm gonna buy a vest <laughs> i know It'd be so fashionable i
0: actually might just like buy underwear or something some
1: basics no you know? we're
2: getting you a polar tech vest
1: fine <laughs> you could get a like a waist vest which i guess would be underwear <laughs> like whitey tighties um
2: junk vest
1: Taylor from Iowa sent us a very nice note.
2: Taylor sent us all individual dice bags that we had to guess which one we were. Uh, we puzzles. Were, they oh. were little puzzles. And Taylor, we all guessed correctly. Actually, we you, did. Guessed, you guessed entirely correctly. I guessed first because I was also like, because mine is made of bullywug skin. And I'm telling you, people, this is a texture to behold. Ooh, it's <laughs> iridescent. And I have been rolling with these dice for the past couple episodes, and they have been treating me right. <laughs>
1: I like my dice so much, I stole hard ones. Wow. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jonah S., actually listening overseas in deployment, sent us a nice letter. Uh, Jonah asked for tips on how to get a group interested that's never played before. Oh, everybody wants to play
0: D&D. Nobody wants to DM. You got to DM. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, it, it. that's You got to DM. If that's you DM, awesome. they,
1: they will come. come. Yep.
2: Wow. That's true uh, for
1: anybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the true. That is the true. You got to light the beacon. Yep. Except um, on social media. Maddie sent us a cool postcard from China featuring a cool painting of a cat and some kakis. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Kathleen,
1: Kathleen, and Timothy uh, sent us a wedding invite to their lovely wedding in Spencer, Massachusetts. Um, uh, wish we'll we be could be
2: there. We'll be there in spirit. <laughs> we all yeah. get
1: plus ones,
4: right?
2: <laughs> yeah. I also, I, while you're doing this, I want to give a shout out to Alex from Germany mm-hmm. who made me um, a moonshine doll and an amazing clay um, pawpaw to go along with it. And someone recently on Patreon asked um, if like, if there's a reason that I've been talking about pawpaw more on the episodes. And it's because ever since Alex sent me that, I've been having my little clay pawpaw next to me. So I'm thinking about papa all the time you're
1: always giving him little scritches I do I do
2: pet my little papa Uh, uh,
0: Elliot L uh, sent us a little note asking um, if we were ever going to do a show in Arizona we Ooh, should do a Phoenix show. That'd I'd be really that. fun. Ooh, Phoenix yeah. is a great city. Hang I've on. Never Phoenix, been to Scottsdale. Have yep. a little
4: fun. Arizona. Go to yeah. Six Flags. <laughs> do <a little laughs> You know me to oh, that. Let's do Sedona. That's a great. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, We can do like sit red on line. crystals. So many crystals yeah. there. God, we should do a Trinidad. We should do a Trinity Trinidad. <laughs> Holy shit. <I'm laughs> we're going to go to Phoenix and then we're going to go collect crystals. <laughs> the Crystal oh my God. Lovers Tour.
2: I'm going to start every morning with a sound bath. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, the sh- they don't have showers in the hotels. They just have sound baths.
1: Uh, Caldwell, you got anything else? <laughs> that is it. Thank you so much. If you would like to send us stuff, you can do it at 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California,
4: 90027. Uh, Jake, you got anything? Uh, I tell you what, for anybody that's still listening now, just good on you. Thanks yeah. for listening hey. to the yeah. episode Thanks, Buddy. guys. Um, I love you.
0: Mwah. Mwah. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, uh, follow us on Twitter at CH is me, at Caldy's Caldwell, at experts Emily, at Jake Hurwitz is Jake, and you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. We are,
3: we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are the youth of the nation.
1: Hey friends, Caldwell here to shout out our benevolent council of elders. Let's get to it. Brad D, the only pebble pot that isn't craven, calls their family every Sunday to make sure they're doing well and also to remind them not to bend the knee to Theala. J Loma72, aka Steelbreaker. Hard ones Gymspiration. Beverly once joined Steelbreaker for a workout session and got so sore he had to be carried in the bag of holding for a week afterward. Dylan B., a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times. Uses the blood of their foes to fertilize their stunning, award-winning topiaries. Danny P., Bohemia's resident artist. Painted hard senior portrait at the Dwarfenage. Was also working as a caricature artist in Gladeholm, but got kicked out for drawing beards on every customer. Spencer Casbrew Patron Elder of Libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike. Recently collabed with Alanis on the world's first vapable tequila. Beardman Dan, the longest beard in all of Bohemia. Also the longest bear in all of Bohemia. That's right, Dan is a werebear and he's tall as hell. Hermes W., the Bat King, got lost on their way to the Astral Keep and ended up crashing on Pelor's sofa bed at his celestial guest house in the Outer Plains. Spartus, a Radiator. Spartus wears sunglasses made of pure mithril and kickflips into battle on a skateboard covered in the skulls of their foes. Adam R., the R-rated assassin, wears brass knuckles that say shit and fuck on them. Also refers to them exclusively as ass knuckles, for no reason whatsoever. Danielle the Dastardly Dame. Danielle is so dastardly, she loaned the Elven King all of her rare armor and weapons before his duel, and it still wasn't enough. Don't worry, Danielle, it's his fault, not yours. Hugh C, AKA Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red. Haldor fought so many giants, they now have trouble fighting regular-sized foes because they always aim too high. Daniel Yu, AKA Multifor, the many-faced magician, doing much better in their life than their brother, Several Toe, the multi-footed mercenary. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, currently hosting one last Matrix-style Zion rave for everyone about to fight in the upcoming war for Bohemia. Jeffrey S, Lord of the Fjord, Born of the Sword and Ripper of cords. That's right, Jeff is a certified skydiving instructor. If you're gonna jump, best jump with Jeff. Cutter W., a high-elf architect, currently trying to figure out how to make the Gladeholm Congressional Water Park as wet and wild as elvenly possible. John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom, was recently hired by Brad D. to serve as a nightlight for all his cowardly Pebblepot cousins. Ryan M., Hard One's Ram, was also waiting to reunite with Hard and Gladeholm and watched tearfully as he chose Caw instead. Elena C, a wizard who can maintain concentration on two spells at once. Their secret? Deleting Instagram. It's just such a time suck, you know? Michael McDee, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, created a crick water and wine cocktail to celebrate the union of the elves. To remain sober after drinking it requires a DC50 constitution check. Woo! Andrew M., a Frostwind bard currently writing a play about the two crew's exploits in the frigid north, currently called Boobs on Ice. Victor T., Balnor's boy, whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. However, unlike the Bohemian Balnor, Victor's dad ended up getting trapped in a deck of Magic the Gathering cards and has yet to be released. Just an I, a traitorous elf who was recently thrown into the dungeon for pointing at mom and shouting, Are you all crazy? She's a fucking possum! Got off easy if you ask me. Jacob C, a druid who uses the wild shape spell to run their own petting zoo. The kids don't suspect a thing, and the parents don't care because it's super cheap. Elena M, a mild magic sorcerer. Every time Elena casts a spell, they roll a d20 to see how many people are put to sleep by the boring efficiency of their arcane ability. McPucks, the amazing codemaster who programmed our website, recently attempted to teach crick youngins how to code, but had to give up after they somehow set a third laptop on fire. Earl and Kathleen L, a high elf and crick elf who met at the Victory Festival, currently honeymooning in a huge enchanted timeout sack. Jibe G, head of Mama's Royal Queen's Guard. Jibe's armor has a built in baby Bjorn for transporting the possum monarch to various diplomatic engagements. Jostrich, the jock ostrich, sworn enemy of the book loving dork stork. Damiel R, Ram Daniel's evil twin. Their wool is used to make the penitent undergarments worn by all the chosen soldiers, and it is extremely itchy. Destin C, the only green teen with more patches than Beverly. To be fair, they went to the Feywild and had 30 extra years to collect them, but Beverly is still super jealous. Devin B., the Bodega Lord, runs the only shop in all of the Mortal Plain where one can purchase the sinful eldritch concoction known as Four Loco. Sergio Salazar Salaman Zacharias de Saquani, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. Sergio has a negative two to perception, but doesn't need any rolls to know that everybody's checking him out. Michael L., the nastiest teen in Frostwind. For Michael L., every day is Operation Nasty Lad. Sam H., Oanus’s dealer has such a high tolerance that Sam can snort bad arcane and only risk blowing up a single appendage. Wow. Trey Lay, the Cray Fae, who nays. Trey Lay was recently polymorphed into a horse by an evil fairy and is desperately searching for someone to turn her back. Good luck, Trey Lay. Aaron G, Master of the Banishment Spell. Aaron is an extremely sore loser and is known to banish their opponents to the Nine Hells anytime they lose at stones. Jory S, a jacked wizard. Jory is so jacked that they're unable to cast any spell that requires lifting their arms above their head. Huh, that's a problem worth having if you ask me. Alucard, a reverse Dracula. Alucard bites people and spits blood into them. Arguably more dangerous than a regular vampire. Baby Doc, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section and the only cleric to revivify themselves after said C-section went super wrong. Adam H., the strongest green teen, winner of the Jamboreen Tug of War three years running. Ryan, Hard One's Ram. After being partially eaten by Hard One and Grimhawk, Ryan survived just long enough to be caught by a shell and turned into some plated soup. Yum. Big Buck, pregnant elk moonshine's Elk and Baby, a monstrosity that wanders the Feywild, striking fear in the hearts of Eladrin, Trolls, and Free Fairy alike. Richard X. Machina, introduce the crick to dirt bikes. There's nothing Cooter loves more than tearing up some dirt and ruining everything in the ancient woods. Troy McSee, a young dwarf who has begun courting Erlen. Do I smell a love triangle? No, absolutely not. (sighs) Cannibalistic Cthulhu, a giant monster who seeks to consume all souls and also is interested in Erlen. Do I smell a love square? (sighs) This is romantic geometry that I'm not ready for. Sam L a regular ass magician Sam can't cast wizard spells but they can probably find your card in a deck Dom R one of mesna's attendants who didn't realize she was theola in disguise but just kind of rolled with it and attacked Olfgar so no one would notice smart Josh s one of the dwarfins who picked on hard one as a child Josh is so nasty they quietly booed hard one when he spoke at the war council wow petty. Blitzbrig Dimitri, owner of Dwarger's Big Borger. Blitzbrieg catered the Astral War Council and unfortunately it seems like they're unlikely to get tipped. Caleb Storm, cupbearer in Kord's Great Hall. Occasionally swaps out Kord's wine with grape juice so Kord doesn't get too drunk and try to wrestle them. Smart. Nicholas C. Has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia. Simultaneously the realm's greatest star and biggest has been. Mike H., like Theala, can wield a great sword with one hand. It's not functional at all, but boy does it look cool. Matthew E., a terrible barbarian comic who has to go into a rage during their stand-up sets because they're frequently pelted with fruit. Samuel B., the finest fruit thrower in Bohemia, has pelted Matthew E. to the point of unconsciousness more than once. Tilford G., author of the hit children's book and movie Ulfgar Goes Punch, the script for the movie was only five pages long because the source material is so short, but Tilford made a cool five million platinum nonetheless. Guardian of Light, Zach H., Bohumi's only keyblade wielder. Once had to break Goofy's ribs and revivify him in front of a group of horrified onlookers. Curtis S., the only other member of Erdan's birdwatching club. Curtis is planning on stealing Kaka from Erdan. Stay tuned. Colton B., the greatest caricature artist at the Crick, and thus the greatest artist at the Crick. Yin's Christian T., taught Jens Lindell everything he knows, including his terrible attitude. Yin's Christian T. is an extremely bad influence. Gage M., the last green teen left in Galateron. Gage recently tried to hold a jamboreen and was burned at the stake for witchcraft. Oh no! Aaron C., the homeless man that was used by the Band of Boobs to distract the Chosen back in Galatoron. Unfortunately, Aaron was sleeping in the pile of wood that was later used to burn Gage M. R.I.P. Aaron C. Montana Monarch once ruled the Free Fairy with an iron fist, which is why so many of them hate the government. Makes sense. Ellen D., the fiercest woman in Bohemia. Ellen can win a fight with a mere stare, because her eyes shoot lasers. T.J. M., the gnome barbarian, fights with a tiny doll's axe. It's unclear why a doll had a functional axe to begin with, but TJ knows better than to question fate. RPKB, R2-D2's less helpful cousin, also contains a holographic message from Princess Leia, but theirs is just her grocery list. Taylor S. aka Trash the Traveler has literally walked a mile in another man's shoes. Afterwards, Tras walked back to the hostel and apologized to the man for taking his boots by mistake. Anime Intellect, Bohemia's number one graphic scroll collector, owns a very rare manga version of Bev's Dragon Anatomy book called Dragon Balls A to Z. Zolo Dolo, an oath of devotion paladin who stands in the front row at every Kid Kobold concert and casts Bless to make sure that the kid always kills it on their charisma checks. Nice. Joshua C., a knight who wears a haunted suit of armor. You might think wearing this armor would give Joshua special abilities, but it's haunted by the ghost of a dog, which is cute but annoying. Larissa J., the bohemian elf on the shelf. Unlike the cute Christmas toys from our world, Larissa is a full-sized elf that watches your child. Basically, just a weird babysitter that you don't pay. Keep it up, Larissa. Dylan C.M. of the Wannabe DM gave their players printouts of T.S. Eliot poems instead of character sheets. Why, Dylan? Why? Kelvin Noodles, the Pasta Elemental. Kelvin is preparing an army of meatball barbarians to fight their oldest foe, Brent, the Lentil Elemental. Be money. Balnor's hip hop alter ego, currently collabing on a song with his Snow Patrol singing Tuna, and it is going poorly. Jay, an Aarakakra blue jay who hangs out on an airship with a bullywug, a rabbit man, and a talking fox. Sure, it might just be a lazy ripoff of Star Fox, but the boobs need all the help they can get so they're not questioning it. Heartless Master, il cruelest pit demon, tortures souls by making them hop on the phone for conversations that could very easily be handled over email. A true sadist. Cece Lulu, a Feywild yoga instructor, is finding it much harder to do sun salutations after the boobs united the seasons and made the sun move again. Paul B., Akarot's assistant, now has a new job as Pindergreen's assistant, spends most of their day trying to scrub crusty Scullywag residue off of the George Foreman. and Ader, an enchanted barn similar to Liamun's tiny hut can hold over 4,000 cows inside. A great spell with a terrible smell. Yasmine, a.k.a. the Yasminian Devil, defeated the air elemental queen by spinning around until she turned into a tornado and also barfed a whole bunch. Eric G., a barbarian dentist. If you hate your teeth and need them gone fast, let Eric G. punch you in the fucking face. Jackalope Oddity, the drummer for Pendergreen's favorite new metal band, Rat Nuts. Jackalope casts Mirror Image on themselves before every set so that it looks like they're playing the drums way better than they actually are. Zach C., a hungry wizard who invented the Heroes Feast spell. Their staff is a six-foot-long party sub. Eating a foot of it restores all your spell slots. Aiden R., Apple Scrumper's mudboarding coach, currently making Scrumper mudboard on concrete, which is a clever idea in theory, but in reality has just led to a lot of scraped knees. Jeremy R., the bartending assassin for the SS Stormborn, fights with two daggers made from pre-shattered beer bottles. Upon hit, they each do an extra d6 of tetanus damage. Ellie K., leader of a group of rowdy goblins sworn to Pindagast, With their leader gone, Ellie and the other Noblins now spend their days whacking mailboxes and shoplifting from Rite-Aids. Luke H., a rat man whose life sucks even more than reds. Luke uses their airship to host drunken bachelorette parties. Sure, it's a terrible idea, but the pay is really good, and eventually, you get used to all the falling deaths. Ritterin, Kaka's former master. To get over Kaka abandoning them, Ritterin just adopted a crab named Claw Claw. Sure, it's not a perfect pet, but they were in a real pinch. I'm Hopeless, a down-on-their-luck adventurer. Rolled a nat 20 on a perception check to see how deep a hole was, then rolled a nat 1 on their athletics check while attempting to jump over it. Ugh, been there. Timmy R, a fool's gold dragon. Timmy sits upon a massive hoard of pyrite, costume jewelry, and chocolate Hanukkah coins. Yum. Melty. Alex M, Galadron's new mayor who ran on a single platform of repealing the milk tax. They got 100% of the vote. Aaron RS, an orc who just opened Asmodea's first Ruby Tuesdays. Sure, it only serves rotten meat and blood soup, but the free salad bar makes it totally worth the trip. Lucas B, a rogue who hides in a cardboard box, solid snake style. Unfortunately, since cardboard doesn't exist in Bohemia, it's actually super conspicuous. Ruben A, runs a gentleman's club for barbarians called The Strip Mall. If you can survive a lap dance here, it's free. Jordan L., the greatest tuba player in Bohemia, basically John Philip Sousa, but in a full suit of gleaming brass plate armor. Lara S., a star starspawn mudboarder whose tricks are so sick, the others nicknamed them Narspawn. Jay Parker, the first player to hit a so-so-sick trick playing the giant shredder game at Smuggler's Bounty, literally unseated the previous high scorer who went only by the name Gnarspawn. Austin C, the Jester Mage, a sorcerer who imbues items with wild magic and wreaks havoc on the world. No surprise, Austin C is the creator of Balnor's new singing trout wall decor. Austin MR, aka the butcher known as Bonesaw, cater the war council in the Astral Keep, which is a real challenge because meat goes bad really quickly in the Astral Plane. Just a pissed off Triss, aka Touch It also thought the lady dressed up like a pirate who ended up being Thea,la was super hot before they ended up being Thea,la. You're not alone, Moonshine, don't worry about it. Kaylee Elise, the Honey Queen with a heart of gold, represented the Honeylands in the Astral Keep and cast their vote in favor of the Boobs plan, a crucial swing vote. Dave J, a.k.a. Bellin the Bard, a traveling bard that follows the band of boobs around, singing the tales of their exploits. Feeling a little outdone by Balnor's singing tuna this episode. Tough break, Bellin. Devin W., head of the Glade Home King's Armory, has zero respect for the king, but gets to play with all the cool weapons when he's out of town, so sticks around for that. Chris H., Erdan's personal assistant, who Erdan is too polite to ask to do anything mostly just collects paychecks while Erdan crumbles beneath mountains of responsibility. Chinoa B, a Gladeholm elf of the Kingsguard that called out sick that day because they were hungover from partying. Literally slept through the next day's duel as well. Chinoa parties hard. Sam H, the only dry cleaner who can safely clean a magical cloak like Moonshine's. Hope Moonshine finds them, otherwise those enchantments are gonna bleed. Jared E, lead singer of the Star Spawn jam band O.A.R. Spawn. Brian Pindergas's former roommate had to move out after Pindergreen's repeatedly disrespected Brian's designated no nut tap zone. Her Majesty Claudette, Queen of the Crick, wears a crown of green saplings and a robe of dry leaves. Also carries a royal scepter, which is a green sapling with a dry leaf on top of it. Hmm, on theme. Carborough Chapel Hill FPV, a gnome bodybuilder who holds the Bohemian record for heaviest deadlift, lifted 12 dead half-orcs in one fell swoop. Persephone, knows power word kill, also power word swill, which lets them identify any wine, down to the street it was grown on. Impressive. Joseph M., the half-orc bard, ish. Joseph attended Bahumia's Bard College of Valor, but flunked out because of bad grades. Now Joseph works as an airship gas station attendant and plays the loot in his mom's basement. Their Bahutube channel is really starting to take off, though. Reese N.S., Blavin's drinking buddy, hasn't drank anything thinner than a frozen margarita since last time Leont was awake. Whew! Jackie, a super rich bullywug who lives in Galateron heard about the uprising in Gladeholm and is arming themselves for what they assume is the coming class war. Probably smart. Haley, a green teen organization employee tasked with planning next year's jamboree. The gift bags are done, but Shadowfell is booked through May. Oh no! Eric and Andrea B., an adventuring duo who are celebrating 11 years of marriage. They're currently with the Crick Elves getting showered in brown leaves for hitting their double ones, as Crick folk call it. Stephen C., a glorious big tuna fish that haunts Balnor's dreams. Balnor flips over his singing tuna at night, lest it remind him too much of the afeared Stephen C. Doobie Ashtray is actually an astral ashtray. If you ash on Doobie's ashtray, it disappears and teleports to the astral plane, which at this point is very polluted. Diane W., Mavericks' crush at school who is so cool they didn't even watch the Wizard Tournament. Maverick gets choked up thinking about how badass it is to be so whatever. Maxwell C., a rogue paladin who sneaks up on bad guys, then stabs them in the back in the name of righteousness. Confusing. Mike K, Bohemia's premier illusionist, whose moving illusions are so good, people call them movies, and travel far and wide to see Mike K's movies on the big screen. The big screen, of course, is an illusion they conjure to project their illusions onto. Sounds simple to me, can't wait to check it out. Michael M, Jins Lindell's sparring partner, actually just a dancer, and thinks Jins is their dance partner. Very good at tango and foxtrot. Omri M., a tween-age kraken, has a secret Instagram account that their father kraken does not know about. Uh-oh. Callum L., a warlock whose patron is the power of friendship. Knows all the evil spells, but does them in the name of friendship. Aw. Charo Arcadius, a tiefling warlock whose tail has a mind of its own. Charo speaks two languages, but their tail speaks three one of which is American Sign Language. Very impressive for a tale that isn't even prehensile. Scott D., an airship outfitter who offered to install spinning rims on the SS Stormborn. The band of boobs pointed out that they don't need wheels, but Scott D. insisted, How dope would it look, though? It would look like you were driving in the sky. Good point, Scott D. Elijah Phelps, an awakened bear ranger whose animal companion is a human. Check your preconceived notions at the door, my friends. And finally, Andrew A., a high-ranking military general of the Frostwind Dwarves who was literally moved to tears by Bev's words. They were immediately demoted, of course, but we like to think that their tears helped the cause. And that's it for this week, folks. Thank you all so, so much for listening, and we will see you soon.
3: Bye-bye! That was a HeadGum Podcast.